a playlist original. It's your host Tori and who is ready to be petty? Welcome back to another episode of RTBP. Nick joins us today to discuss one of my favorite TV shows, The Circle. We go through all of episodes 1 to 12, so expect lots of spoilers. And it's a long one, so we should get right into it. There are a few things that I want to get off at the top of the show. First, I am on the Parked Car Convos podcast this week with Maddie and we discuss celebrity encounters, the ones that we've had and then the ones uh, that people have posted about online. So I talk about the time that I met the cast of Schitt's Creek and she talks about meeting some like Massachusetts, I can never say that state's name, um, celebs, which is super fun and then God, there's just like some weird shit online. So we chat about that. It was a good time as always. And exciting news. She <laughs> she, she is my guest for tomorrow's episode. This weekend is a hashtag double feature. So I'm so excited for you to hear that as well. Also, uh, Nick and I, we've talked about this before, but in case you're new around here, we met through orgs, which we referenced quite a bit during this episode. Org stands for online reality games. It's it's like when you play like a version of Survivor, Big Brother, The Circle, The Challenge, like I don't know, any reality TV show with online people. It's very nerdy and I feel like I rip on Alex um, in this episode for being a nerd. But like, again, I relate to that. So um, <laughs> take that all with like a grain of salt. But yeah, that's just how we met. And that's the context that we're looking at this game, like the lens we're looking at this game from. So you'll hear us reference that. And I just wanted to make sure that that was clear for everyone. Okay, I hope you have as much fun listening to this episode as I had recording it. Here is my conversation with Nick. I'm back with a very special guest. Nick is here. (laughs) Nick, how are you? We have returned. Yes. Um, The circle dropped out of nowhere and Tori said, emergency. (laughs) Alert, alert. (laughs) Alert, alert. Damn, how did I miss that reference? I don't know. I don't know. When you said emergency, I was like, oh, he's like aiming for like the alert. (laughs) Like I was like swinging a mess. (laughs) My phone went alert. And I said, oh, shit. And here we are. We, we were not expecting to be back this soon. I, I forget the last time that I podcast with you, Tori, but we were definitely left that podcast setting up like a potential return in July. Um, yeah, why? Here we are. I know why. Do you want me to potentially like tip off the viewers of what the grand plan was? What? Okay, because I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? It was about? a two-year reflection On of folklore. folklore. Okay, let's <laughs> still do that. Please. Okay, I love that. Yes, because now it's become, I was such a salty bitch when it came out in the summer and I was like, I want like summer pop and this is like depressing. And now it's my most played Taylor Swift album. You were like, damn, my seasonal depression doesn't hit for four more months. (laughs) What the hell is this? (laughs) Like it hit me in the one week that I was mentally stable. And like, like... 
<laughs> now it's just like uh, a staple. So yes. Okay. Thank you for reminding me, of course. Um, I was just thought like, oh yeah, that's kind of usually you pop up every two months or something. So I was thinking <laughs> that it was time, but we podcasted about, I believe, season one and two, and then we hated on season three. I didn't even watch it. I was going to say, it's one, it's not lost on me that we totally said season three, more like season skirt, and <laughs> did not talk about that one. <laughs> no um, mentions I, on the pod either, like just and, nothing. <laughs> and we, we did not podcast about, about season one. Um, oh. Our first and only podcast was season two. <laughs> Which is funny because season two is like my least favorite season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. That makes sense, I guess, because we did two episodes about season two. Well, we did one <laughs> long episode that was so chaotic. You said, I think I need to break this into two episodes. And we didn't even get two proper episodes. We got two bonus episodes. And Tori started part two of that bonus episode. Go back and listen to it. She started with, so I just wanted to recap some of the circle stuff. And then Tori's prelude by herself was recapping circle stuff. And then she said, if you're back for part two of this, you're a real one. You're a real fan. Because the first half was borderline unlistenable. But guess what? Part two is worse. Yes. Okay, yes. I remember... It was the spring, and I, I think I was having, like, a boozy moment. I, like, went for a walk and, like, I had a road pop or something, and then we, like, decided to record, and, and I think right before we started recording, I was like, let's have another drink, and then as the episode progressed, it was just um, horrendous. <laughs> yes, it was it was a, a boozy pre-podcast followed by a like 45 minute boozy Nick and Tori catch-up session. Yeah. Followed by, <laughs> we probably should start recording this yes. now. Yes. Followed by more drinks. Yes. <laughs> and you suggested almost that we do that again. And I, I was like, cause you were out and I was like, okay, I will just join. And then, um, I was like, no, I actually want to like, remember stuff (laughs) (laughs) um so yes and if you were listening closely 45 seconds ago i just cracked my drink (laughs) obsessed um but what happened was this time last year roughly i we were scheduled to podcast and i had like a rough day at work so i said tori i i'm drinking like i'm having a drink tonight on this podcast um and then today tori said that she had a rough day at work so i said in solidarity I am here to support you. Mm-hmm. And Tori's doing what is right for her by not drinking, but mm-hmm. I am celebrating Tori's rough day. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're, um, yeah, you are, yeah, drinking in solidarity. You know when, okay, like, this is actually, like, I feel like a healthy mechanism that I own, um, but, like, <laughs> you know when you're, like, oh, I could have a drink to take the edge off, but I know that I would, like, be crying and, like, it would be bad. So I decided not to do that, which I think is a good skill to have. (laughs) No, it it definitely is. I can't say that I'm somebody, like, for me, most of the time, I'm like, if I'm upset, like, I'm not going to drink because I'm not going to get stuck in that unhealthy cycle. Yeah. Um, But... I will drink for somebody else when they're upset if they're not going to do that for themselves. Yes. So yes. I, and I also think it's healthy that, like, 
if you're this is like now an alcohol podcast yeah, yeah <laughs> like, we will get to the show <laughs> if you are somebody who drinks first of all one don't feel like you need to be drinking with other people i feel like a lot of the time people are like oh like if you're having a drink like i'll drink with you so you're not drinking alone like everybody who's drinking is an adult slash they're supposed to be an adult like if they want to make that decision for themselves they can do that like a tori does not need to be drinking with me mm-hmm. while i drink on tori's behalf yeah i am kind of sad though I'm celebrating the good times of being back on Ready to Be Petty. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad you're here. Because this almost didn't happen. This almost didn't happen. So it was a few weeks ago, and I was like, someone asked us in our group chat, like, is anyone watching The Circle? And um, I was like, I actually, why I think I watched it is because I was sick for two weeks. COVID negative, (laughs) but I had strep throat, and I binged like the whole thing because I was in bed I don't think I would have done it if I wasn't sick so I absolutely would not have done it and I actually got to the point where I was seeing the previews for the season and was like sending them to Tori like <laughs> being like no angry <laughs> yeah like angry about these ads it's like they have changed nothing this looks like trash and Tori was like there was that line about like are they like a celebrity? And Tori was like, the celebrities in the circle. <laughs> this was pre us knowing the Spice Girls had actually entered. Yes. And she was like, this game is ruined because they had Lisa, Lance Bass. Like we Ugh. were like absolutely like talking trash. Yeah. Like, stomping on this season. Had I had no interest in watching it, which is very rare for me in the circle. Mm-hmm. Tori had a hundred other things on her I have to watch list that she never <laughs> watching that she was going to allegedly do instead. And we were saved by Christina. Yes. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Viewer or listener, I shouldn't say viewer because they're not watching me interact thank, with this. Like, thank God. Right yeah, like, yeah, like. Um, that's a reference to me wearing like a legitimate headset, not headphones, like a headset with like a mic that arcs in front of my mouth right now. So hopefully the audio quality is better than usual. It's completely intentional, but I take all the credit for buying a new headset. Um, but yes, Christina messaged Tori about something about like looking forward to the Circle podcast, and Tori sent it to me, and I was like, I feel like it is my duty to come back on and talk trash (laughs) literally so christina if you're the one person that is listening to this right now like thanks for bringing us together hope you enjoy because yeah i don't know how many other people are gonna listen to this like to be honest i feel like we should get into it yeah i feel like that's a perfect lead into us getting started to talk about this season that overall through 12 episodes i have enjoyed much more than i would say two seasons two and three yeah, episodes 1 to 8 I thought were really great. 9 to 12 I have so many bones to pick. Interesting. Yeah. But let's we're going to talk about them the way that they dropped, so kind of in these sets. So episodes 1 to 4, the cast, it's always hit or miss. Like it really fucking is always hit or miss. The one thing I'm not liking about the circle And how it's progressing is I think they're just really into, like, bringing on basically influencers. Yes. And this season, and my big concern about the season preseason to the first episode where I was, like, watching it, I was like, oh, my God, I'm not sure about this, is they typecast, like, no other bitch. I know. Like, this cast, I could compare everybody who joined the initial group to somebody in another season. Like, John, who plays Carol. That is a typecast of Joey. And yeah. not that he has the same energy as Joey, but it's like, okay, Italian boy, 
Mama's boy. Mm-hmm. Um, cat, catfish or not, like, same archetype. Yeah. The guy who plays Nathan. Oh, okay. It's some, like, nerdy guy playing some <laughs> hot guy. Oh, my like, God. Okay, been there, done that. Yeah. Oh, we have some girl who's very sexually positive playing herself. Like, okay, been there, done Yes, that. yes. It reminded me of the girl, Sammy, from the first yes. season. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. And it, it seems like um, they always have, like, a flamboyant gay guy, like, mm-hmm. very clearly. Yeah, Frank. Um, <laughs> yeah. Have, yep, <laughs> yes. who, I, who I actually love. Yeah, season, I'm like, obsessed with. Yeah. They And they then they have, like, you know, the, like, they're, I will say, like, their minority casting is not great. Like, it feels like there's very few of them. They have the one person who's, like, related to somebody else who's either played the circle yes. or is, like, some type of, like, micro-celebrity. Yes. They have, like, the, like, you know, some guy in his 20s who's, like, somewhat attractive guy who has, like, a little bit of a personality. And flirts so with on everybody. Paper, yeah. yeah but on paper, I was – and then they have, like, the young, like, college-age girl who's just, like, <laughs> like a little <laughs> – so on paper, I was very, very concerned about this cast. Um, and through episode one, I still had a lot of reservations about the cast. But I do think the cast has surprised me in a lot of ways that were more positive than I was expecting. I could say the same. I don't know. I feel like there isn't, again, much gameplay that we're seeing again, which like is annoying because I know that people are playing strategically, but we've only really seen that from Alyssa and Nathan, which we can talk about more later on. But I just think that that's the other piece that's missing is getting to know the the players as players instead of just like saying one-liners that are funny and fun, but like, I don't know, just not what I'm super interested in. So I think the the whole picture, big picture circle that we've talked about a lot before is a lot of the issues of this to me fall on the fact that Netflix does not have a bigger episode order. Like I, I feel like truly we need four more episodes for them to tell the story of this season and get to know the players both as people yes. and as players. Yeah. Because I get frustrated when I'm like, I feel like I only know this person as a person. And I'm like, oh, I also feel frustrated when I only know this person as a player and I don't know anything personal about them. And then I get mad at the players when they get upset about things. And I'm like, why are you upset about that? Or like, why are you just like jumping in and trusting that person when it doesn't make any sense because you had one good conversation? Like, yeah. And I, I that has been an issue with the circle to me consistently across the board Mm -hmm. with the exception of season one and the only reason i think we didn't feel that way in season one is because the final like five that met each other were with each other since the very beginning yeah and i feel like that's a flaw in and of itself yes um that this season is not struggling with yeah but like i i think that the circle needs to have more episodes um to really flesh out its whole story and to do more with each said episode. Yeah, I think like when I know a show is a little slow is when I can watch it on 1.5 speed and it feels like it's one speed. Like some of the dramatic reveals, I'm like, you could click the 10 second jump button and like you're still in the like moment. Yeah, and like that I'm like, "Oh, slim like slim those down and then add in some more strategy cuz I know most of them are doing that. Like we see them writing in the fucking books and shit. So I just want to see more of that." Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, let's start. Let's start with the beginning instead of like whole picture. Yes. Because I feel like that does sum a lot of the whole picture, and I feel myself wanting to jump in and like talk about like Nathan's red string or Alyssa's oh, book God. or all the other nonsense that's going on. Yes. Uh, but let's start with our first batch of people and the first eight people who moved in. Is that what it was? Yeah, something like that. I have them all written down. All right. So the fir- the first group of people, to me, is highlighted by. Carol, who's John? Yes. Brew, Alyssa, Ewing, and Alyssa. Yeah. Uh, at the very, very beginning, and I think that the person that we see kind of like flounder with that initial initial group is obviously Parker or Paul, Paul. who's playing like the worst version of a catfish that somebody could ever play <laughs> in the circle. So bad. Because they're struggling mm-hmm. to connect with the initial power players, but also struggling to connect with like. Chrissa, Frank, and the other Jared. Oh, and Jared. <laughs> yeah. 100%. So, Tori, what were your thoughts on, on Parker, a.k.a. Paul? Where where did it go wrong for them? Was their idea well, but their, you know, implementation of their ideas awful? Or was it awful across the board? So, okay. A lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> A, I feel bad because I think that she gets unfairly shit on because the catfish aspect of her game was bad. But I'm like, remember that these people don't get to choose if they're a catfish. I'm sure, and I've heard on other podcasts, it's more like you get cast and then it's like, here are the options you could play as a catfish and come on the show or we won't take you. So I feel like, it was her only option probably to get on the show. So of course you jump at it. And then again, you're probably limited to options of who you can play as a catfish. If they're like, okay, well we already have Jared, like the young guy and we already have Carol. So who would Parker play? And then I feel like it's like, okay, well who's the most like unassuming person that's close to me? My dad. But like it would literally be like me playing as my dad where it's like I know you as a person but like do I really know like, like <laughs> I don't know that I'm sure that this isn't like everyone's dad relationship but it's like I see TikToks all the time about dads that are like <laughs> why are you laughing not the TikTok <laughs> reference the, the, let me let me source my citations let me go to my bibliography it's oh, yeah, just TikTok. That TikTok. <laughs> it's literally just tiktok but i see all these tiktoks of being like you'll be chatting with your family and then your dad will drop like the most traumatic thing that's ever happened to him when he was like 16 that you had never heard about for 30 years and like i just feel like at least that's my relationship with my dad like i actually like no, couldn't catfish as him that's, that's so true, because this week my mom casually mentioned to my sister and I that my dad almost died when he was a teenager, because something that happened when he was, like, wrestling with his, like, you know, balls. <laughs> I was like, mom, stop talking. Like, stop talking. Like, I, and my sister had all these questions, like, stop talking. Like, I don't want to hear, like, first of all, didn't didn't know this yeah for the entire of my life yeah didn't need to hear about this period yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, second or third why am i just hearing that my dad almost died before i was born <laughs> like this ca- 
casual drop. <laughs> yes, that, and that's what happens. But you're John when he had to talk about Carol's sex life. Like, <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I just feel like in your head, you're like, oh, who's like the closest person I could play? Like, because you want everyone has chosen like either a version of themselves that's just like a different gender or someone related to them. And so I feel like in your head, you're like, this is a good idea. But in actuality, it's not. I know that we have talked about, like, who we would possibly catfish as. Yeah. But, like, who do you think that Parker should have picked to catfish as? If she if she had to pick somebody that she had to catfish as, if she didn't have that choice, like, was her dad really her best choice? I understand that she yeah. probably couldn't have picked her mom because Carol exists. Yeah. But, like, a sister or, like, a friend or, like... like I was even just thinking right? her... But not her pictures. Mm-hmm. Like, if she it, she was saying that the main problem with the way that she looks is people just think she's, like, a dumb, young girl. Yeah. But, but like, part of that, too, is, like, there's nothing that I've seen in the circle that tells me that, like, people don't value the, like, young, hot girl. Okay, If anything, yes. the circle perpetuates the pretty privilege. 100%. <laughs> like, if you are a hot, straight, young person, you're thriving in the circle. Literally, all you have to do is send an ab pic. And yes, like, oh. and, like, a fucking eggplant emoji, and you're, like, yeah. in the finals. Yeah, that was so annoying. And then, also, I was thinking, she's catfishing as the older person. I'm like, the older people... Or the older profiles don't do as well. And yes, and she did no preparation on old people. Like I know, none. I like know, there was no I know. Old, old, like she was like she. Who did she not know? She didn't know some like it was like band um, or some singer. Yeah, it was not Bon Jovi, but it was like <laughs> Rod Stewart. It was Rod Stewart. Yeah, she's like, oh, I've never heard of Rod Stewart before. And like, look, I also have, like, I've heard of Rod Stewart. Yeah. Actually, name one of his songs. I can't. No. But, like, you need to be able to, like, play your part. Like, she clearly was like, oh, I got this. I know my dad. But she didn't know anything that they would, again, and Tori, I think you brought this up last time we talked, like, People project what they expect of somebody of like that like age type or what yes, that body type is. Yes, it's all stereotypes. Yes. Um, and I think you brought it up because it would have been season two with the like Jack playing a sorority girl, so like a guy playing a sorority girl and not knowing how to do makeup. Like people expect you to know how to do some things because of like what you're playing as and what you project yourself to be. You're projecting yourself to be a fifty-two-year-old marriage Dad, therapist like, <laughs> you should have some things to like draw on or some like fake stories to pull out of your ass 100 <laughs> percent. yeah like at least when jack um catfished as emily he was like well i'm in a frat she's in a sorority like i can just say the same stories but change the gender and like it's just obviously much easier to do it that way but would it be as entertaining like no but the memoir thing like (laughs) that was like one of those things that I was like how like even Krista I was like how did you not pick up what a memoir was when you saw the other titles like that was just so weird and I was like Paul you don't have to respond so quickly like just don't say anything (laughs) yes 
that game too, like, was it the game they were playing where they're like thumbs up, thumbs down? Where the, all they had to yes, do? Yes, yes. Like, and it was like, have you ever sent a nude? <laughs> yeah. And didn't she say yes? Yes, she yes. Like, I like, she's like, I feel like Paul. She's like an author of a book. She's like, oh, my character Paul, like, he would have done that. Yeah. And then I was like, have you ever s- pretended to be <laughs> yeah. sick, sick to get out of work? And she's like, oh, he never would do that. Like, yeah, like... girl, like, like, if this man has sent nudes, <laughs> yeah. he has skipped work for pretending to be sick. Like, like you, like, like you are creating such a complex character. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she was doing like method acting when she really just needed to like have like five conversations with her dad. Fast forward, she gets blocked. Yeah, like, um, and part of it is like I don't even think she. <laughs> she really did. They said hi, bye. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and part of it is, like, she didn't get blocked for being a bad catfish, which is, like, the funniest part of all of this. Like, she gets blocked because people are literally, are legitimately, like, okay, you're not Paul, but also, like, Paul sucks. I know, <laughs> like, I know. It was, like, it was, like, first of all, we're gonna stop on you, and then we're gonna, like, kick you when like, you're down. Bury that in the ground. Like, yeah. We're like, <laughs> it was, it was so fucking funny to me when, when someone was, like, marriage therapist this guy looks like a real estate agent and like that was his legitimate job yes he literally like, looked like a real estate agent yeah and, and, like why did she pick marriage therapist like yeah. what is going on like, I know. if i had to pick a fake job i am not picking anything that feels like it has some skill involved in it like, i i'm picking like if i had to pick one for paul i'd be like accountant because no one would ask you about it like marriage therapists, it's like, okay, tell us some stories or like what type of clients do you help? Or like how why did you want to be in that field? Like Or even even with like real estate agent, if that's his actual job, like what question are you gonna ask? Like what's the coolest house you've sold? Like yeah. oh, I watched enough like selling TikToks. selling sunset. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> not this. Not that. <laughs> Oh, I I sold a beautiful house that had an island and it had a wraparound porch. Yeah. And it was only $130,000 because it was in Texas. Like, well, what about if they're like defined going into escrow? <laughs> like, I don't know what escrow yeah. is. What is that? Is that a term I should know? Yeah, that's a real estate term, Nick, that I learned on Selling Zinset. Then I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in then escrow. I would be like. That I would be like Alex when he somebody asked him what an eagle was and he had a literal meltdown. Oh my god! Like, oh my god! I love how you messaged me. And you're like, that was so fucking dumb. I was like, really? I was like on the edge of my seat. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so so here's what we've learned through this experience. When you yeah. go on the circle, listener, yes. and you have to play Christina. as a <laughs> Christina, homegirl. Um, <laughs> And they tell you, you won't get cast if you don't play a catfish. You're going to pick, like, podcast host. Yeah. That's your job yeah. title. Yeah. Because who's going to doubt you? You're on, a like, a Netflix show. Like, of yeah. course, you're probably unemployed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, like, like, brew. Like, no one was like, are you really a radio host? Even though, again, when I think radio host, I think of, like, no events, but, like, a mid-50s, like, mon. <laughs> like, uh, well, also... I- Brew did have a little bit of an unfair advantage in terms of, like, questionable catfish or not, in my opinion, because he's, like, TikTok famous, right? Yeah. Like, like both John and Alyssa, right? Didn't Was it the two of them who knew that he was, yeah, it was like, a, oh, I know him from yes, TikTok? Yes, it was Alyssa and John. 
Or no, no, no. It was um, Parker and John. Oh, okay. Not like, that that oh. makes like, any... I, I don't Parker. know why I was like... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gotta give her something. Like, like, I feel like people could connect with him in that way differently. Like, either way, whatever. I liked Bruce, so I have no problems with him staying long. Yeah, <laughs> like, I actually like him too. Anyway, Parker gets blocked. Everybody's happy because, like, of the first, like, few episodes, like... There was nothing she was giving. I, I personally can't even remember. Was it her versus, like, Yu Ling? I don't even remember. I will say, though, in four seasons, the flop has always gone home first. Well, I mean, that might be the edit, but yes. Good fucking point. I know, and maybe I don't, like, f- know, but, like, I know. Like, yeah. they cast somebody in that first group setting them up to lose. Like, yes! They, they want good people to continuously be added throughout the way. Like, yeah. they knew that when they added Alec, a.k.a. Nathan, he was going to be a dynamic character. Note, I said dynamic, not likable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that they were going to add Trevor, um, a.k.a. Amani. Amani. Yeah. Because he was going to be a dynamic or interesting or something that viewers connected with later on. Like, they can't add those people at the beginning because they need the the additions to be dynamic. Totally. And so they're like, okay, who are we going to add initially? Who do we think is going to go far and be really interesting? And who do we think is going to suck more than, like, a pair of ripped socks? <laughs> and they were like, Parker! Okay, <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like I've been dying for the Circle podcast content, but there's been, like, none. So I hope, like, any of these players, like, don't look look it up and it's like, oh, this is the only one. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> like absolutely ripping someone apart well no no, please do because like this is like the only reality show that i've applied to more than once um fucking cast us like honestly though if you're listening cast us i could not this is sounds so annoying but it's like we actually know because we have played online (laughs) games together it's like we would be perfect casting, and I'm fucking sick of not being on this show. Just put Tori and I in a room together. Yes. Like, you would get this. Who would like, we this be, is though? What you would... All right, so we'd have to be a fake per- Oh, this is a good question that mm-hmm. was not on our podcast outline. No. Okay, well, we, we're we not going to be an old person. No. Like, right out of the gate, no. old people don't laugh. No, we old. have to be, like, you have to be young and hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's. Well, we'll just be us as we're yeah. twins. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to doubt conjoined twins? Not conjoined. <laughs> fraternal. Like, oh, I, well, we have to be the same profile, so we have to be one person, one body. Oh, my God. I'm dead. No, I feel like, I feel like I've said who I wanted to be. I feel like it's really easy to be like, I'm a student, because you can just talk about uni instead of talking about a job. But that gives you less depth as a human. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's still, though, everyone, a lot of the people, like, look at the people that have made it far. Like, anybody would talk about university. And then, again, with the yeah. old people, you can connect as, like, their child or whatever. <laughs> hmm, that's a good question. I feel like we, we should be, like, some type of parent, whether it be, like, a single parent or, like, a, like a, a married parent. Like, I feel like, like us having a child would really, like, add a layer. I know, but I would, like, forget that I had a child. And then they would be like, oh, you haven't talked about, like, your son for, like, six days. And I would be like, who? Like, Part of me would, honestly, part of me is, like, if I 
and this is such a chaotic thing of me that, like, I don't know if I actually would do if I ever got cast on any type of reality show, but part of me is, like, if I get cast on anything that isn't, like, a million-dollar prize, I'm just gonna be chaotic. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be that person on Circle who's, like, you've been invited to a group chat, and it's, like, the entire mm-hmm. Circle, and just be, like, decline. <laughs> I want it to be, like, <laughs> like Nick has left the chat. Like, what are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? Y'all are bonding about what? Surfboards? I don't care. I don't want to talk about that. Bye. Like, not enough people take advantage of just being, like, chaotic and then yeah it like, is uh... hey hey tori I, I just wanted to check in with you after i left that chat earlier i didn't really feel comfortable being in a chat with kyle right like <laughs> i can use that as a bonding technique with you yeah. i feel like not enough people do that um so if i went on the show like and i was like pretending to be like a parent i'd be like oh my daughter squilliam <laughs> and then i'd in another chat I'd be like yeah my son Stuart. like uh, uh, like who's gonna stop me Who's going to stop me? And as long as you trust me, like, you don't care that I'm being a dumbass. Like, I could just pretend to be stupid. Yeah, I... <laughs> and then I post a picture, like, at uh, during episode seven of, like, me and my dog. Like, this is my son. Yeah. People will be like, oh. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, way too few people were messy this season. But I actually wrote, I think, in the outline, like, if it was, like, the circle chat's now open. I'd be like, don't, don't bother opening it. Like, I don't want to talk to people right now. Like, yeah. Well, like, when, they we're jumping a little bit ahead, but, like, yeah. when the newest person, Everson, got added in, he's like, I want to do a circle cruise. And it's like, first of all, you got set up by producers. Yes. That. Second of all, like, I have no interest in being, like, a good morning group chat with everybody, like, this late in the game. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to run around my apartment and try to find, like, an animal oh oh my god okay so that is like the number one thing which like i'm assuming they forced you to do that but there's no fucking way if when it was like find like a leopard print thing or whatever and i like there's no way i'm moving (laughs) i like the people who just brought like food they're like i got chorizo (laughs) i got chicken breast like that would be me and honestly what would be me would be like oh i'm sitting here eating my eggs i'd be like let me, like, give it, like, 15 seconds. Yeah, then I'd be like, oh, I got this and chair. I, that, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, I found my zebra print socks. <laughs> yes. Like, I don't got zebra print socks. I got polka dots. But who's going to stop me? You're going to tell me I'm lying? Who's going to tell me that I'm lying? <laughs> 100%. And I feel like that's why we've never won a game. Because you and I won't be like, hey, good morning, sunshine emoji, heart yeah. emoji. Like, how's your day going? So. If somebody ever sent me that, I'd be like, it is not a good morning. <laughs> I am going insane living in this room by myself. Like, we got two weeks left. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and let me transition that back to topic. Like, the Spice Girls twist, like, I thought was a beautiful twist. It was. Because the two of them came in, gave everything they had for, like, what, five days and then left? Like, they did not do any type of quarantining before. They knew they got to leave and didn't have to do any type of quarantining after. They said, we're going to come and have a blast, and then we're going to leave after winning people some money. Like, chef's kiss. They literally were so much fun, and I wish they were actual players because they actually had some good instincts. Yeah. That pissed me off that they, like, left, but I was so happy with their, like, entire appearance. So what was your thought, like, before? let's say before they even came in, because I also really, really enjoyed them, mm-hmm. and I, my, one of my biggest concerns was, like, oh my god, this is gonna be, like, 
like when celebrities come on and like pretend to half-ass something yeah. and like, they don't really give to it and both first they both really gave to it and after they finished <laughs> I was like I don't know why I doubted this twist because like Mel B is to me Mel B is enjoyable on like every reality show I've seen her on 100%. even though she's a judge on like America's Got Talent or like Britain's Got Talent or like yeah. whatever she's on but Frank was actually the one who got to pick their profile and yeah. Fra- Frank got to choose between Jared, right, who's, like, a, an older children's author. Yeah. And then a younger profile. I forget who the person I was. I have no like idea. A younger profile. Um, and then they all were all saying, like, when it was well, a few episodes later, when they were like, well, the way Jared entered the circle is, like, too weird for it to be, like, the Spice Girls. Like, what were your thoughts on, like, Frank essentially choosing the profile for the Spice Girls? And then, like their reasoning like the other players reasoning for being like oh that's not the Spice Girls because of how he came in yeah well I was confused at that because I was like do you actually think you are picking a person or do you know that you're picking because like for me if I was asked that if I was Frank I'd be like just like you're saying so is this an is there two alt people in the rooms like are there like think about all the things you have to do before the show starts you have to film all your intros you have to quarantine like you said like all of that shit like so I would immediately know that I was picking a catfish profile because there's no way that you would just decide someone's fate like that yeah for me I think my gut in that moment, like if I'm Frank, I'm definitely not thinking it's the Spice Girls. Like yes, I, I don't think it's that. the Spice Girls, but I would know it was a catfish. I, I'm thinking that, okay, maybe I'm picking the profile that Parker, who just got eliminated, or maybe Parker wasn't even eliminated at that point. I don't think she um, was She wasn't, but yes, because okay. um, that, that's happened in other seasons where, yes, like with Lisa and Jack, re-entered the circle as someone else. Or I think like last season... Um, the two, like, sisters who are from, like, the Bronx or whatever, Brooklyn or New York City got eliminated and they basically, like, copied some other girl's profile who was also in the circle. Like, to me, I'm looking at that and I'm like, okay, the person who I'm picking is not going to be behind this profile. Yeah. The only reason that I would have to think that, like, oh, the person who I did pick could be behind the profile is if they added the other player later, right? So, like, he had two options. If it was more about, like, both these players are going to be added, but who's going to be added first Yeah. get to pick? Yes. I would believe it if the other profile came in when, like, you know, the next two came in. Yes. But the fact that the other one never came in, like, that would be an immediate red flag. And I do wonder if that's why some people said Jared when they came time to pick the Spice Girls profile without them, like, really thinking about it. Well, Frank, Frank voted Jared and yeah. Alyssa voted Alyssa Jar- Jared and... I think Alyssa was, like, the best player in the early... Or, like, one of the best players in the early season. And then Frank was the person that picked. So, like, that makes Mm -hmm. total sense to me. Yeah, I think that... I think the Spice Girls played it really well in the very short time that they were there. Because they they came in with a mission, which was don't get caught as being the Spice Girls. Which, like, to be honest, like, not a difficult mission. No, I know. (laughs) I know. I know. Because... A, you have two people to bounce ideas off of. So I feel like some of the most authentic catfishes have been the ones of that are two people because they catch your mistakes. If you're typing out a message and then you say something wrong, like Emma would be like, Mel, stop, like change it to this or whatever. Well, Emma said that thing about like, mm-hmm. I forget what the context was, but it was about like, 
I want to say Uranus. <laughs> yeah. What, what, yeah. I, I was like, Melby, just say it. Yeah. Like for me, it's like. I, I think, again, if I went in, like, the first thing on my head is just what I would say. Like, that would be the most authentic anybody could be, is just, like, the first thing that comes to my head, not polished message. Like, you're asking me about, like, what do I want to probe next? And I say Uranus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, stop. <laughs> yes. Like, who's going to doubt that? Yeah. Uh, so I really wanted Mel B to say that, but she didn't. But you're right. Like, they did do a really good job of it. And then when it came time to be like, okay, everybody knows the Spice Girls are in here. How do we deflect attention off of us? They were really smart to use the profiles people created Same. to insinuate yes. hints. Okay, yes. Do you think that they thought of that themselves, or do you think that the producers gave that to them to use? That's interesting. I hadn't thought that the producers would have gave it to them to use. If anything, my thought was, like, did the producers try to, like, set up several people along the way? That's like, what I maybe, thought. Maybe, like, encourage their yes. profiles? Yes, yes. But... I definitely don't think the producers were like, hey. Yeah, like go to Alyssa's, Alyssa's profile. profile. Her biog, um, as Mel would say. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that twist really worked. Entertaining. I was encapsulated. I very much enjoyed it. The two things I think f- were floppy with it that I'm petty about was, one, the previews of the season before it even launched tells you the prize is going to be bigger. So you know that the Spice Girls get away with it, like, if you watch the preseason previews, which I did when I was talking shit with Tori about it. Yeah. So, like, I knew from the jump, like, the Spice Girls were getting away with it. The other thing that I struggle with is, like, it does feel like in the progression of the show, like, the Spice Girls get blocked, but you know they're getting blocked, so they don't actually get blocked. So it kind of slows down the progress of, like, the game that I'm watching, because I have to spend, essentially, episodes, like, three, four, five six until Krissa gets blocked without anybody actually getting blocked. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. What I would have wanted and what I hoped was going to happen, and I think this would have solved problems later on in the season, is if whoever got the most votes for being the Spice Girls, they got auto-blocked. And then, if it wasn't the Spice Girls, congratulations, Spice Girls earned you $50,000 for not getting blocked, but we're removing their player from the game. Um, I feel like that's what I needed to continue kind of the thread. Yes, I initially thought that that's what it was going to be. The person who got the most votes. Because that's why I was like, oh, they're like really throwing someone under the bus because I thought the person was going to get auto-blocked. But then I was like, I just realized I like understood it incorrectly. Mm -hmm. Would you be annoyed if the Spice Girls played played as a catfish and then if they won the game, they like gave it to charity or like split the money between the finalists or like because that was the other thing I was like they actually I feel like were also playing really well in the first mm-hmm. bit and I'm like they could have actually like taken this home so would it have annoyed me if the cat the the Spice Girls played the whole game in one no yeah to be honest like I love them like and it's not even just like them like to me it's like even if you're, you're somebody's getting typecast as, like, a celebrity and they're coming in and playing, like, if you come in and play the game and you win the game, like, you win the game. Like, I don't really care what you do with that money, to, to be genuine. Like, I don't really care. Uh, but then the other part of me is, like, well, the Spice Girls wouldn't have played if they knew they had to do this for maybe, like, three weeks. Right. <laughs> like, they were, like, right. get in, get out. Right. Um, 
So or no one at least they upset. couldn't they couldn't have got someone as high profile as the Spice Girls. It would have been like celebrity Big Brother casting. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um so I know I didn't I I thought the Spice Girls twist worked really good, really well. I just wish that like they there was more like intensity to the Spice Girls getting away with it. It's like there's consequences. The consequences is an actual player is gonna get screwed, but everybody else is gonna earn fifty thousand more dollars. Yeah. I love that. That is so much better. So the people that get added are Rachel and Alex. And I have a huge fucking bone to pick with Alex. Oh, I do too. I I have so many, like... <laughs> like, I do not enjoy his presence on the circle. I don't. But then part of me is like, Nick, you're being... You're being harsh on somebody who's bringing a lot of different elements to the circle that I do crave. But Same. There's so much that I, I like don't like about him and don't find rootable about him mm-hmm. that I'm like, when is this bitch going to get blocked? <laughs> like, when is he going to go? Apparently never, because he's in the yeah. finale. But, <laughs> spoiler alert... So here's the thing. So Rachel goes in as herself, and she seems to do really well. Even though we yes. don't really see that on the show, she just we just hear the public opinion is good. But like, I haven't really, no offense, seen anything outstanding so let, from her. Let's talk about the Rachel arc, which is yeah. that everybody votes for her to because she thinks they think she's a Spice Girl. Yes, which is let's just pause for a second on terms of like the logic that went into it. You think they added the Spice Girls like a day Wait, before they told you the Spice Girls were in there, and they're like, "Figure out who the Spice Girls are." And they're all like, "It's Rachel." Like, that is not what they did. Like, it's so did dumb. any of these people have any of these people watched the show? Like, did they no. realize they're on a TV show? <laughs> did they realize that the TV show wants to like drag on the fact that they have celebrities on here? Like, Rachel. Is, uh, Rachel and Nathan should have been washed from their minds as being a Spice <laughs> Yes, 100%. <laughs> the logic that went into that was... Yeah, it should have been literally Carol or Jared. <laughs> those should have been your only... Or Nathan, maybe. Like, those should have been your only like, options like, to vote for. Yeah, it was illogical to think that it would be Rachel. 100%. And then, <laughs> let's, then, then now let's look at their actual logic, which is like, wow, she knows the name of Spice World. <gasps> Wow, she knows a lot about the Spice Girls. <gasps> wow, she got the Spice Girls trivia question right. wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, no, did she get it wrong? Like, oh yeah, and then she was like, "Oh, oh she's throwing like the uh, the scent off yes. the trail." And let's be, let's let's talk about this for a second. She was devastated. She got that question <laughs> wrong. Like, girl, it doesn't matter that much. I like, know. the Spice Girls do not care. They don't give a <laughs> fuck about like, you. When she uh, was like, like, "What are they gonna think?" and stuff like that, I'm like, "Girl, they're not gonna be at the fucking finale. They don't. They're not gonna acknowledge your existence after this. They are here for like, the publicity, and, yeah. like, and the paycheck." Let's yeah. be honest, the winner of the whole season was Alyssa for meeting the Spice yes, Girls. Like, they didn't yes. come meet your sorry ass, but yeah. I promise you, if you got that question right, they were not going to come meet your sorry ass. <laughs> like, it was so low stakes. Yes, it was low stakes, it made no sense, and it was low-key embarrassing. But Alyssa, <laughs> like, she kept her cool... Like, she was so, like, this is why I liked her so much, because she was strategic, she was, like, funny, she was kind, but you know that she, like, 
would have the potential to do well in any of these mm-hmm. game shows because of the way that she talked to fucking Mel and Emma. I will say, like, if that was me and the Spice Girls walked in, like, I would not know who Emma is. <laughs> like, I literally would have been like, Spice Girls, I wouldn't have known if she was Scary Spice, Sporty Spice. Baby. Um, baby Spice. I, I, like, would not have known. I would How have dare known you? Mel B. And yeah. I would have been like, <gasps> Yeah. Mel B is a big guest. Yeah, no, no, Mel B is a huge guy. Yeah. Like, Emma wouldn't have gone on that show without Mel B, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, oh, rip. <laughs> it was so rude. I listened to another podcast. I'm not going to name them, but I will tell you about it afterwards. I listened to another podcast, and they were like, the Spice Girls that are the most famous, it's because of their husbands. Like, I know, Victoria Beckham, David Beckham, Jerry Hallowell, um, who's Ginger, is married to um, someone from F1, like a team lead. Like F one, like the car racing. Yes. Thing. Like F one. Yes, she's on like drive to survive. Nobody in F one is more famous than an international pop star. Yeah, and then who's who the other? Are. Oh, and then Mel C. No one mentioned. So. So I don't. I don't know. The only Spice Girls I knew going into, you know, this Spice World. Yeah. Were Mel B. and Victoria Beckham. Yes. Um, but B- Victoria Beckham is like a model too, right? Well, she owns a clothing. That's how yeah. I knew her. Yeah, yeah. She um, owns a clothing. And then I knew Mel B from just being like an overall A host, yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Like, back back to the, the noobs, the losers. Yes. At, of the circle. Yeah, okay. Rachel, honestly, give us nothing, girl, this whole season. Like, but I think I think that the reason like Rachel has kind of had the arc she is, is like everybody thought she was a Spice Girl and then everybody was like, she's, shit, she's, she ain't a Spice Girl. Ooh, we got to go suck up to her. And, uh-huh. were, and, then, and then they found that like, she was like, they're like, Rachel is nice. Rachel yeah. is sweet. Rachel is a warm heart. Great. Congrats. Great. You succeeded in being likable. You but, like, you sent me a message that she tweeted um, like, oh, I didn't know people were like playing the game until like the last episode. And I was like, fuck you. Like, that's honestly like, like, how dare you as I'm like trying to get on the show. Yeah, I will say, Tori, Tori did not say, fuck you. So just, <laughs> if anybody wants to know what Tori actually said, yeah. she said, angry. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, was, there was, just, just angry. Um, yeah. Yes, and Ra- Rachel did, Rachel did uh, have this story that she was, like, angry about people, like, playing the game. And then she was, like, also me, like, people are playing the game. Yeah. Like, which part of me feels like the Rachel... And I don't dislike Rachel. The Rachel edit does not make sense with the Rachel person we're seeing. Because mm-hmm. people are, like, trying to be, like, she plays chess. And there's a lot of shots of her playing chess, which is really fucking Because she's nerdy. Um, like, the stereotypes are fucking ridiculous. Also, playing chess against yourself, like, in a lonely room. <laughs> like, girl, there's better things to do. Girl, like, like don't upload brought... that to your album. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. 100% yes. Weird. More than it. Like, but she plays chess versus herself. Like, there's been... I think three different clips of her playing chess versus herself. Like, girl, you know individual person board games exist. Second, like, <laughs> Play solitaire. solitaire. <laughs> um, yeah. A puzzle. Yeah. A yeah. Rubik's Cube. Yeah. Like, chess was what you chose. Yeah. Chess. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, all of this is to say, like, I, I do think that the addition of both Rachel and Nathan are better newbie additions than I've seen in previous seasons at that, like, second stage of, like, additions, which upsets me to say, um, but the bar was low. (laughs) So low. 
I want to talk about Alex for a second because he is your least favorite type of catfish, which is Mm -hmm. the loser who goes in as a hot person. Like, it just feels so, like, it's so embarrassing to be like, is this what, like, you're like, okay, this is going to sound so fucking mean, by the way, like. Uh, Whatever you're about to say, I know it's going to be true. (laughs) (laughs) Let me, let me get that Rachel picture out where she's spilling the tea and then cross out Rachel's name and just write Tori because that's what's about to happen. Okay, but like, if you didn't figure out how to be popular in the real world, why do you think you can do it on this TV show in two weeks? Because this show is a popularity contest. <laughs> like, literally. and Because the only thing preventing him from being popular was that he wasn't sexy. <laughs> I know, but I feel like if you're truly, you can work around that. And th- I, You might have a different answer than I do. Like, do you think the profile of Nathan is an attractive profile? Like, did that scream? Well, like, A, he's like 21. And as a 29-year-old, I don't want to answer that. <laughs> Like, so that's a yes. I just heard yes. Stop. Stop. Circle. Circle. Tori is a cradle robber. Sir- Circle block. Block Tori. Circle, leave the chat. Like, 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 okay. So, like, is he stereotypically good looking? Yes. Would I want to claw my eyes out talking to that person? No offense. Like, yes. Like, yes. Just because it's, like, a young frat boy, that's, like, my least favorite. I was going to say, like, like, attractiveness, like, gets you places. Mm -hmm. But, like, personality gets you the rest of the way. Yes. And I'm sorry, like, let's say Tori's in that cast, like, Tori's not fucking around with a frat boy. I don't <laughs> care. Like, I really like I know, I like, you're getting Tori's blocked is. immediately. Yep. <laughs> Amani, who I think is like, or Trevor, who's like, yeah. pretending to be like a 35 year old woman, like, no 35 year old woman who is, respects herself is going for a frat boy. <laughs> yeah, or is like even like, talking. Ser- and, and I mean, like, that, like, seriously, or even like flirting yeah. with one. Like, Yuling flirting with, with him, which is weird that we haven't talked about Yuling a lot because she's like the character of the season. Yes. Yuling flirting with him adds up for two reasons yuling is 25 yeah and like yuling is strategic as fuck yes yes so like to me like that adds up but, like there's nobody else in the circle spear who is fucking around with nathan well like Brew... even Alyssa like didn't really have an uh yeah but i know but brew but i know Brew was bad at the game <laughs> yeah brew was so objectively, bad objectively and i have evidence and supporting evidence to back that claim up <laughs> honestly if i go on the show and then someone's like good morning circle fam i'm like, <laughs> like there's no coming back all the, like there's always one player that's like this is a circle fam like let's do this together and it's just annoying I think what people need to do is, this is a circle fam and add everybody to the chat but one person. (laughs) Where is the intentional pettiness? I know. because It's lacking. I know. Because the last season I watched, season two, we got that epic fight between those two women. And I can't remember their names. Tara Leisha and Savannah. Yes. And they both like flamed out in the first four episodes in the season in my opinion which is apparently not reddit's opinion because i did go on reddit today to look at like what people's thoughts yeah. were to see if i agreed or disagreed and somebody had the nerve to say season two was the best season everybody was likable you're a loser and you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> um, season two was 
garbage. Yeah, it was like it was mediocre at best. But yeah, Tara Leisha. Delisa saved it. Yes, and Chloe was enjoyable entertainment. Yes, everybody else I had no interest in. None. Yeah, but it's like, where are the Tara Leisha and Savannahs who are just gonna like rip people apart? Because even again, and we'll talk about this later, but like when they play some of those anonymous games. It's like three quarters of them aren't even doing shady shit. The other thing too is like, and this is where like I I have a really hard time like wrestling with like why I don't like the profile of Nathan or Alex. I'll tell you why I don't like it. Well, you tell me first, but I I have to get something off my chest. The number one reason why I don't like it, and I have two major reasons, but the number one reason is I don't like when nerdy people like try to live vicariously through like an attractive profile like it's just it's uncomfortable to me and it's not and that's like <laughs> um, that's just as I mean guess, as what i said i guess like i i don't have a, is, this, like, is this like sexist like i don't have a problem when like a guy tries to play like a girl who's attractive or like when a girl tries to play a guy who's attractive mm-hmm. but like when a guy tries to play like a guy who's attractive. Why? Just Why? Like, is this like you living out some fantasy? Like, it is. It like, is. I, I'm like, I feel like I don't, I'm not feeling welcomed into this fantasy and I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other reason why I didn't like it is like, as much as I love strategy in the circle, because there's so much potential, potential strategy you can do yeah. with this format. And we say yeah. this every time, and like yes. four seasons is like the circle has inched closer and closer to that potential. It just hasn't reached it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I love that, like, I still want you to be a person and not, like, a game bot. Of course. Me, like, the profile of Nathan and the person of Alex, like, is a very game body to me. And I do think that inherently when you play a catfish, you have to be game bot versus person because... Well, the person's fake. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You're not, you're not <laughs> yes. a person. Yeah. But I think there's... There is... There is a lot of opportunity for you to be a person even behind that profile and it's about the fake profile you choose when you choose somebody when you choose somebody who is not similar to you so josh john john John, playing carol Carol. and when you choose alex playing nathan like there is not similarities between your personality and that person i don't care how much you say like everything behind the profile is real like no i don't know anything about you because you're pretending to be a 50 60 year old woman or a 22 year old frat boy when you are not that yeah and you can't connect to me in the same way yes and i feel like rachel i know a lot about her as a person i don't know a lot about her as a a game player Mm -hmm. and with the profile of nathan i know a lot about you as a game player and i'm enjoying the gameplay you're bringing but i don't know anything about you as a person and i just feel uncomfortable rooting for you and supporting you when i'm like you're just living out some fantasy of being an attractive guy who can flirt with attractive women yeah 100 (laughs) percent Which his girlfriend is fucking a smoke show. Yes. So I was like, why do you need this? Why didn't you play as her? Yeah. Yeah. Like, play as her. I know. It was, it was so weird. So my biggest pet peeve about this character type, and like, if there was one person to listen to this podcast from the cast, by the way, it would be him. So like, Um, like, uh, Alec, I know Alec plays orgs yes um, i told he you is that an too. online reality gamer yeah um and i know one of his like online reality gaming like friends yeah um jack also played them so like i i do agree that like i'm sure like he is somebody who's searching them out like yeah thank you for what you brought to the season yes because Period. yeah Send. because like <laughs> i should say like nick and i 
would also bring that. Like, a lot of his strategy in GameBot, well, not me per, per se, but you, Nick. Like, I feel like we would have some... Or, like, that's just the person that I would, like, relate to most. A lot of it, but, like, a lot of it from his perspective, like, felt try-hardy. Yes. Like, the the red string with the cork board was very Fuck much, off. like... Fuck yeah. off. Thank you. I'm leaning into the meme. Like, yes. Like, you... you you went to a place of fake. Yeah. And more so than like being like, like you came in, you're like, I'm going to make this moment and be yeah. like, oh my God, circle. I have all this going on. Yeah. Like, if I ever went in, even if I was game body, like, I'm telling you, like, I didn't take notes when I was a student in high school. I didn't take notes when I was a student in college. I'm not taking notes on a reality game show for $150,000 because that is not who I am. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. But like, the thing about the red um yarn board that pissed me off is it wasn't helpful it like it's not there was such stupid info on it. yeah so it's like that is so fucking fake like that's the thing Mm -hmm. that pissed me off i was like Alyssa's like profiles on each person where she can like catch discrepancies in what they're saying is so much more useful so like that was so annoying to me uh, anyway, what is it that you don't yes. like about him? Or is it the red string try hardy? Well, yes, yes. that. And Hardo. like, again, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a callback from one of the last two podcasts where his eyes on. If you want the context, context for it, you're gonna have to go check out whatever episode that I is. I do have not thought of Hardo since the last time <laughs> we, we recorded. That's so fucking iconic. Okay. Again. So like, if you're listening, Alex, like, again, probably relate to you most as a game player versus, like, the fake influencers there. Men. (laughs) Period. Said. That story's issue. Men. (laughs) There is now, I feel like we have enough data points to show that men who, like, Alex, like, it's, like, no offense, but you are the type of guy that believes in, like, the friend zone or the, like, (laughs) Or you're the type of guy that believes, like, well, I guess this is kind of the friend zone, but it's like, oh, but I was nice to her, so, like, why don't, why doesn't she like me? And uses the profile of the hot, young frat boy to literally be misogynistic. Misogynistic is probably too harsh of a word in this case, but, like, uses it to treat women, like, like shit. Like, and you see that with Yu Ling, not that he's outwardly disrespecting her, but when he's messaging and flirting with her, he's like, oh, well, like if I was playing as Alex, I would sense, say something really nice and sincere and like blah, blah, blah. But I'm Nathan, so I have to like be sexy. Yeah. And, and like, like a sex. Yes. But first of all, he was bad at sexting. So Let's put that out they were, there. Too. They were both bad at sexting. But like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I'm explaining that well, but, like, it's just fucking annoying when I feel like this version of this catfish is, like, oh, I can, like, he was, like, well, Nathan is, like, a dog, and, like, Nathan is, like, uh, like, would treat Ling like a plaything, so, like, that's what I'm gonna channel, and it's, like, okay, so, again, are you just using this, uh, this catfish profile to treat women like shit, because, you didn't have the opportunity to do that because you're not stereotypically hot. Like, anyways, that that might be like, no, actually, no, I'm not taking any of that back. All of that's true. Maybe to not the extreme that I'm painting it out to be, but like there is something inherently like gross about someone who wants to catfish 
as a person that treats women like objects and like shit. It, it's just uncomfortable when when people it, it kind of connects back to like what I was saying like when like when you, it seems like you are playing somebody because you missed out on those opportunities in life and yes. now this is your chance to like live vicariously through those opportunities. For me what I read the Alex stuff as is like you're playing as this guy and you're pretending to be like everything behind this profile is me. But if the stuff behind your profile was you, you wouldn't say that. Secondly, like Nathan can like you can be a hot fucking person and not be an asshole. Like you can like, like Brew, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like Brew. Brew is kinda goofy. He is goofy. Like he's he's good looking, but he is kinda goofy. Like I think there's like <laughs> Yes, there is like it's de- it's definitely different, but I was like, if I just saw Brew's picture, I would expect him to act like Nathan, but he acts like a goofy respectful yeah king. i think if you look at season one like a lot of that was with joey too like joey did flirt with miranda but then he also made out with miranda <laughs> so like maybe so there funny. was a little bit of something real there yeah but, like just because you're playing a hot person doesn't mean that all hot people are like as he would say like dogs like yeah you are literally making this profile whatever you want if you want nathan to be a respectable frat bro like you can make him a respectable frat bro like you don't have to like lean into like i i feel like the best players in this game are people who like people think are one thing and then they're a whole different thing like they show a totally different side to themselves and people are like wow i thought they were whatever but they really are like deep yeah and yeah I, I really feel like that's going to be the thing that fucks Nathan in this game, or Alex in this game, is like, was he strategic? Yes, probably the most strategic player of the late game of the season. Yeah. Do I think that he was, again, like, a dynamic character? Yes, mm-hmm. I do. But, like, do I think that he's playing a game that can win at this point? I, I really don't think that, no. that he is. No. Um, and I think that a lot of that is, like, if he wins, it's not because people like you yeah it's, it's because, because people he... rated strategically yes. and and you kind of just benefited yes. from people like tanking people like frank and you lynn yes because that's what could happen because he's middle and i think of that's the what pack. he's banking on yes because he's middle of the pack and you and frank have literally been the influencers like every single time so obviously they're gonna rate them really low in the finale and that's when people like um, Nathan win. But we saw somebody, and I can't remember who, but they said, oh, I actually don't know much about Nathan. And I was like, those are the type of clips that show why someone won't win. So I think like the people we haven't really talked about. Are the players of the season. <laughs> yeah, like are the actual like <laughs> players. Can we, so can we start with the dynamic of Alyssa Yuling Brew? Because if I look yeah, at that chunk of episodes five through eight, that the Ruppel is is the story. Yeah. Um, like Frank is obviously there. He's always kind of like looped in a little bit to each of those people as being an original player. Same with Carol, but like both Carol and Frank are not my priority as a viewer of watching episodes five through eight. And I want to talk about the deterioration yes. of the thruple. Yes, I was just going to say that. So my question for you is why do you think they dominated the first half or first third and then like slowly crashed and burned? Because even like a, a Yuling blocked Krissa, which I thought was a bad move, and she was able okay. to recover. 
but why do you think that alliance deteriorated? Okay, so there's kind of two questions there. I think that this alliance is the one that rose to kind of, like, prominence, whether it be in the edit or in just, like, the gameplay. Uh, mainly because, like, they were original people who seemed to make active connections with people outside. So, right. in, in this case, Jared, Rachel, and uh, Nathan slash Alec. I think Chris's major blunder is, like, she didn't do that. Like, the, yeah. to me, like, it didn't feel like that was active. Like, did she do it with the Spice Girls? Yes. But, yeah. like, the Spice Girls twist broke down. So, yes, like, yeah. that connection was, and like, she was just left with relevant. Frank, yeah. Right, like, did they do any rankings? Like, the Spice Girls, I don't think, did any actual rankings. It was kind of just, yeah, like, I'd... where are the Spice Girls? Like, well, <laughs> didn't they do, they would have done Parker's, but I think Maybe. that's yeah. it. Yeah. But Parker was so bad that everyone <laughs> Um, sorry, Parker. You're not listening to this. <laughs> so I, I think that they kind of rose in that sense because they actively were doing that. Like, we even see in episode 12 that Nathan is like, I haven't had a one-on-one with Frank yet. Like, okay, so that's why Frank was there. I, I know, I see Tori's reaction right now, which is like, what the fuck? Yes. We'll save that. Yes. We'll table that. Yes. For our further discussion on Frank. Yes. So I think that's why they rose. And then I think they fell apart, and a lot of the falling apart stemmed from the blocking of Krissa. Yes. Um, okay, yes. I think that, because Yu Ling and Alyssa were the influencers, the influencers at correct. that point. Um, and I think that Yu Ling having to go right to Krissa's face to tell her that she blocked her, and Krissa being like, Alyssa had it out for me, I think there was an emotional connection that Yu Ling had where she was like, I know Krissa because they met in person. I don't know Alyssa. And now I'm like pissed at Alyssa for making me do that. Cause it didn't seem like Alyssa was ever upset with Yu Ling really about the whole situation. Yeah. Whereas like Yu Ling was kind of like internalizing anger against Alyssa. And I, I really do think that was like an emotional connection to like meeting Krissa and Krissa talking shit about Alyssa. Uh, yeah. And I think that that pulled Yu Ling away from Alyssa and said, like, I need to go make new connections to Frank and Rachel. Yeah. And then when Frank saved Yu Ling, Yu Ling would okay, but Frank's going to expect me to save Rachel. And I do think that Yu Ling's read on the whole chain of saving uh, or blockchain was, like, legit. That, like, if she didn't save Rachel, Rachel was leaving. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really do think that that was a good read for her. Yeah. And I think that in that moment, she said, I need to pick these two. Yeah. Or I need to pick those two. Yes. And I think that Yulings was like, okay, if I save Rachel, there's a chance Rachel saves Alyssa. Then they get Brew saved. And then everybody across the board is saved who I want. Yeah. If I save Brew or I save Alyssa, Rachel's fucked. Yeah. I think that was a big part of the deterioration. I don't know if I think that it was necessarily fair that. Yu Ling got to go block Krissa in person or if yes. to use. Like there, there's been a few production things and I'm like, is that the fairest way to do that? Like when Yu Ling and Frank got to choose who they wanted to like keep safe yeah. before the final two were blocking. Like Frank was the number one influencer, he shouldn't have had to choose first. Yeah. He should have been able to choose the last person who was safe before the final two, not Yu Ling. Yeah. Um and Yu Ling getting to go meet Krissa, like at that point, even though she was a top rated influencer, like that didn't feel right at that stage in the game. Like, 
Parker got to go choose who she was meeting. The Spice Girls got to go choose who they were meeting. Like, Krissa also should have got to go choose who she was meeting at that point. Yeah. Because she would not have chose Yu Ling, obviously. No, she would have chose chose Frank. Frank. Yeah. It didn't feel like the right place for that to happen, but I think that that happening led to Alyssa, like, being angry with or Yu Ling being angry at Alyssa. And I, yeah. Alyssa couldn't read that, obviously. Yeah. Which I think hurt her. Okay, I agree with everything you say because I actually think that them blocking Krissa was such a bad move for Yu Ling and a good move for Alyssa because it cuts off Yu Ling's trio with Frank, Krissa, and Yu Ling. So then Yu Ling would have to go with Alyssa and Brew. But because she got to meet Krissa and find out she was real and have a personal connection, she got fired up. So then it fucked over Alyssa. So yeah, 100%. If they had followed the standard game procedure and they just blocked her over chat and then she goes and visits Frank, I think that we could have had a or at least Alyssa could have had a totally different outcome in this game. So I think that they were between blocking um, Krissa and, and Carol, Carol, right? Yes. And at that point in the game, like, to me, Yu Ling was not, like, vehemently against Carol the way she was the second she met Krissa. Yeah. Right? So I think that blocking Krissa, Yu Ling going there, realizing that she's real, like you just said, in addition to being like I got played by Alyssa because Chris is telling me I got played by Alyssa because I did get played by Alyssa add in a little dash of Carol's a catfish and we know that and everyone knows her, yeah it makes Yuling pissed if Yuling just blocks her goes back to her room and never meets Chris I think Yuling is like that was a really hard decision like that was tough I'm gonna have to explain this to Frank but I feel confident the decision we made that's her vibe following that yes and like maybe if she saw Krissa's message she would have had the exact same response but I think also the other thing that we have to account for is like the trio between Yu Ling Krissa and Frank like it's a full POC alliance and I feel like Mm -hmm. we just can't understand the depth of that commonality as well as the responsibility you have to protect other POC cast members. So I feel like we could have maybe had the same thing that Yu Ling saw Chris's message to the whole circle cast and she doubled down to double downs again, but, or is it like fired up again? But, um, so we, maybe we would have had the same outcome, but yeah, I, I hated that, um, extremely unnecessary change to the structure of the game so agree with almost all of that i feel like i've been watching this season and for other people who are watching the circle they're probably also watching survivor and big brother like Mm -hmm. if you've watched any of those shows in the last year like race has been a constant discussion with it um and what i find interesting with that is like both survivor seasons were filmed prior to big brother but because of how you know editing works for survivor and how editing works for big brother we watch big brother first and big brother with the cookout but then you also see those same type of conversations and those same type of alliances work with survivor 41 and 42 so uh, that has been something that i've been watching the circle through the lens of specifically with frank and i've watched frank's connection with Krissa and frank's connection with both amani and everson yes 
He's forgettable. Sorry. Oh my God. He's <laughs> the one person in the finale that I'm like, you actually don't deserve to be there. Yeah. Um, anyway, like, we'll get to that. <laughs> wa- watching, I've been like looking at it through that lens. Yeah. Um, so I did think about that with Yuling, Krissa, and Frank. Mm-hmm. The part that I disagree with you with is like, I do think that Krissa's goodbye message was directly influenced her meeting Yuling. Right. If Krissa doesn't meet Yuling, I don't know if Krissa like like leaves those kind of like subliminal hints right opposing Alyssa right and right. Yuling like knows what they mean I think Yuling might look at those and be like oh my god she's mad at me yeah. or or Krissa makes comments directed towards Yuling as well because yeah. she hasn't met Yuling like once you meet somebody you're it's like so oh I different. met you yeah you're a real person yeah I really like you this is a game whatever like you saw that with Alyssa and Brew like yes you forgive because you've met that person and you're like Oh, I like the thing in the circle that's not emphasized enough that is so different than any other reality show is like you are playing by yourself. Like you are in your own little world. Like that's all you can think of. And I think it's totally valid for players to get like wrapped up in their own own head and get like pissed off about things because like they don't have anything buddy to bounce yeah. stuff off of. They don't see how anybody else is interacting. Yeah, it's like people. orgs. <laughs> but once you, Yeah, but like once you meet somebody in person, like and you're like, Oh, I get it. You're, you're, you're a person too like you're not just a profile like you are a person I'm rooting for you and you kind of let it go because in in almost all of the seasons of the circle we've watched people meet people in person and then be like don't worry about it yeah 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 if I met up with somebody I'd be like, <laughs> like I'm so sad I'd be like yeah you should be you yeah, up. yeah I hope you like, everyone's like the game. rooting you for you I'd be like yeah. I hope you get blocked next round yeah <laughs> I'd be like I hope this mistake doesn't cost you because I'd be nice, but I'd be like petty about it. Dagger is fuck you. I say that even though like IRL, I'd be like no worries at all. Like Tori would be like no worries as tears are streaming down her face. Let's be real. That is a really good point. I think like the part that also sucks about this is like I think Alyssa logically made the right move, yeah. and it just sucks when like. Because in game theory, you have to you have to take that into account, and I just feel like she did make the right move, but then got fucked over for like external reasons. Alyssa played a great game, with the exception of aligning with the dumbasses, specifically <laughs> Brew. I and know, Brew, love you. I know, great personality. Yeah, very much enjoyed watching you play. Yeah, was very upset when you got auto blocked. Yeah, that sucked. Brew choosing to block Carol over Alyssa <laughs> is the dumbest thing that's happened in the circle through four seasons. Just like, say Alyssa up. instead of Carol. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Is it's so dumb that I can't even like physically say it after watching <laughs> it. Like, why anybody would look at the game at that point, look at the field of players that is happening, yeah. and go, "I'm gonna keep Carol." Like, Carol was fucked. Known catfish, Carol. Uh, no, okay, and I, and. This is why like, I don't want to be too harsh on Brew because Brew Brew vocalized a lot of the stuff that I feel about the show, which is that yes. like if somebody's a catfish, it does, doesn't matter. We said, yes. said this over a year ago. Like yes. it does not matter yeah. that you were a catfish. It if matters you are if they are loyal. Yeah. And if they are like like not like real in the sense of actually real, but like real in the sense of like what you're telling me is trustworthy. And like yes. I trust you to keep me rated high and all that. Like so so I have such a hard time, like, blaming Brew for a lot of what he did, because it's, like, your logic, I agree with almost 100% of it. Yeah. The big, like, flop in his logic 
is twofold. It's one, nobody else like Carol. So it doesn't matter yeah. how high she's rated <laughs> yeah. you and how high how much you yeah. trust her. Your trust in her is absolutely irrelevant because I know. she's never gonna be high enough to protect you. That was like, so annoying. Keep, she might keep you high. Yeah. But like think about like the net benefit of like yeah. you keeping Carol. It's like okay, you keep Carol and she can rate you high and if she becomes influencer, she'll save you. Yes. The net negative is that like other people might not feel that way about catfish and you're fucked. And people are going to rate Carol low anyway. She had, Carol had no influencer sway, no power. Why the fuck would you keep her over Alyssa? It was so frustrating. Two, I think that Brew was looking at like, I can keep Carol and be like, I saved you. Like, you are indebted to me. Without being like, Alyssa would feel the same way. Right? 100%. Alyssa would look at Brew and be like, you saved me. Like, I know you're a real alliance. And I think that Brew could have doubled down with Alyssa in being like, what the fuck was up with you, Ling? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, turn Alyssa against you, Ling. In and the pick way that up he... Nathan. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it, there, there was, that was, there was so many mistakes with that move, and you know it's a mistake because you immediately watch the aftermath, which is Carol get blocked, Brew get blocked. Yes. It, it was so frustrating when it was like, Alyssa brew carol or whatever the order was Alyssa carol brew yes Alyssa carol brew because i was like they played there was aspects of their games that were so good and then it just like of Alyssa's and brew's game that just like completely fizzled out brew made that mistake that cost Alyssa the game yes but it also cost himself the game yes really truly think that if carol is blocked at that point like Alyssa and brew have each other closed yeah they still keep that connection with Yu Ling because they're not good. They'll be fake, maybe, but yeah. they keep that connection with Yu Ling. They pull in Nathan. And Everson or Amani or, or yeah. maybe even Nathan gets blocked at that, like, other one. Oh, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that Brew's decision to block Alyssa over Carol is a, what precisely led to the original group kind of falling apart. Yeah, 100%. Oh, it was, like, devastating. Yeah, and I'll just say, like, Brew is the only person who has ever vocalized on the season or like on the series. I believe that keeping a catfish, regardless if you know that they're a catfish, is fine. And we have been saying that literally since day one. So I was just like, that's wild. And it came up twice. Like it came up twice in the season. So So Brew vocalized it to the the chat, which was the most impressive part to me. He vocalized it to to everybody, but I think Alyssa vocalized it too to, like, the camera. Right. Ugh, I love that. Yeah. I I really did enjoy that aspect of this season is, like, that the the gameplay is starting to evolve. Yes, because we've talked about this before, so we don't have to get, like, too into it, but, like, (laughs) just how, um, like, what are the benefits of hunting catfish? There's literally none because you don't, like, increase the the prize money if you mm-hmm. block a catfish so like what is the point if you vibe with someone to yeah. to hunt them as a catfish i think that carol though was the clearest example of someone knowing that they were a catfish mm-hmm. for the longest period of time and still making it pretty far yeah i would agree i i think that like carol did a good job with like keeping close connections despite being a bad player yeah Uh, a bad uh, catfish yes 100 percent. yeah and like again like we don't have to get into it but like the like when you're picking your catfish profile every fucking season they are going to have a painting and a cake Mm -hmm. 
decorating yep. fucking competition. So don't say that you're into baking. Yep. Like, just say you're into cooking. Yeah. You're like, I'm such a big cook, not much for the sweets, but like, yeah. say la vie yep. or whatever. Like, like, yeah. Every single fucking season, there's going to be those things. So don't choose something that you know you can't do. Yeah. So at this point, we have two new players, Everson and Trevor playing as Amani. It's too late in the game. And like, we've said this again for fucking three seasons now or four seasons, but like, they don't deserve to be in the finale. They're there for fucking like three episodes. So I do want to say, not that I disagree with you. I think that this season of all the three previous like Netflix US seasons yeah. has done the best job at making it like a fair playing field for the new players. I think having essentially Rachel and Nathan join the circle when they have like a free round of like the Spice Girls getting eliminated gives them some time to integrate and it gives them that common like shared connection of the Spice Girls. Then I think that Amani, aka Trevor, and Everson. You're never going to remember man. that. Yeah. <laughs> and Everson joining at the point when the blockings are not the typical form of blocking, yeah. where it's like save the blockchain. You save yeah. that person. Yeah. And the blockchain yeah. makes it so that they have an actual fighting chance to make the finale. Is that because they're get, getting more game information and making more I decisions? Think, I think. So I think it's because. They don't need to focus on getting a wide, like a, a a good breadth or like a wide majority of the players to be in favor of them. They just need to have a strong connection with one person who has some type of power. In the blockchain, it's just we just need one person to have strong type of power. In the blockchain, I think they they are the two people they get to make that decision mm-hmm. of who they're gonna save. Um, so they're allowed to connect essentially with one person who will have their back they choose frank frank has power with you ling at the point where they get each get to save one person Mm -hmm. and he chooses to save amani and then even though he doesn't directly do it he he does save everson over carol Mm -hmm. so i think that like the new players have the benefit of like not having to get two people to be in big support of them whereas in the past like even if it's two and it's traditionally two people who have been there since the beginning they would block those initial people initial people because it's like well i have a strong connection with this person and you have a strong connection with that person Mm -hmm. but both of us have a better connection with a than we do b Mm -hmm. so the new player has to go my struggle with everson and amani is like even though they've been there since it's like when did they join i think episode eight all right so even though they join in like episode eight like and they've been there for like a solid amount of time yeah is they really only had to survive two blockings one blocking is that like atypical like you save one i save one you save one i save one then we agree and now the super secret influencer Mm -hmm. blocking Mm -hmm. um so gameplay is wise and fairity of all of it is let's throw that out the window real quick like for me as a viewer it's hard to connect with people who have less time like I inherently am more supportive right now of Yu Ling and Frank because they've been there for the entirety of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like Rachel and Nathan, like they've been there for a while that yeah. I can see what is happening. Yeah. Trevor, aka Amani, benefits from the fact that he's Delisa's husband. Yes. 
and we we are connected with Delisa as being Circle fans. Yes. Um, and the fact that he, Trevor as a person has had a profile actually used. Yes. Before. Yeah. So it, it's easier to connect and root for him. Yeah. And mind you, like he's playing a catfish, and it it typically is easier to jump in and be like, I'll ride with the catfish because I want to see if they burst into flames or if they do well, because there's. I've always said this. There's nothing better on this show than, like, a really good catfish. Mm-hmm. It's just rare that you get a really good catfish. Yes. For me, Everson is, like, not that he's unlikable, but, like, you come in playing a very extroverted person in a show full of extroverted people who have been here since the beginning. Like, to me, like, I'm just not interested in what he brings to the table, and maybe that's, like, a me personally thing. Like, I feel like I, I know your personality and I get it, but it's, like, you haven't showed me enough for why I should be rooting for you over Frank and Yu Ling, who have been playing themselves since the beginning and have showed me a lot of their personality. Yeah. And why I should be rooting for you over, honestly, even Rachel, but, like, over yeah. the catfish of, like, Amani and Nathan. Yeah. I feel like the most personal thing that I know about Everson is that, like, he used to be 375 pounds, but then the circle didn't even, like, show him having, like, an emotional, like, conversation to yeah, himself Yeah, and, like, that's that. not interesting. No offense. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like Survivors. What was the season with Edge of Extinction? 38? Yeah. Like, it's kind of like when Chris won that season. Was his name Chris? Yep. When Chris won that season and it was like, but you survived two tribal councils. And it, it's like you, Ling, and Frank have survived, like, what, eight blockings and you've survived mm-hmm. two? Like, it's just, I don't know. It just, it doesn't seem comparative. Like, I just wish they added four people or whatever in the middle chunk yeah and i guess like or i look at it is if you join late it's gonna be harder for you to get ranked higher because people know you less like you face that uphill battle and the pro the pro of you facing that uphill battle is that you have to survive less things to get to the point where you potentially can win whereas like it's harder for somebody like carol or brew who have been there since the beginning because they have to survive so much but theoretically like if you survive so much and make it to the end you should be ranked higher yeah like if we look at the track record of the u.s version of the circle like two of the three winners were initial people who've joined um spoiler for season three tori i know you haven't seen it like different in season three yeah and if i look at like the track record of like the uk form of this even though they only had three seasons i believe it was also like two-thirds two of the three winners joined were initial people and then the third the other person joined like second like they were like real quick initiated in yeah yeah but like i you're right like i don't feel like it's fair for the players who have been there from the beginning and had to survive Mm -hmm. more and i don't think it's fair for the people that come in late and you're right like aren't in power positions don't know people don't know the inside jokes or anything so you bond less with them and like there's almost guaranteed one of the two is going to be a catfish so you also just have like a less chance of survive or like succeeding as a catfish so do think that the circle has done a better job of pacing when they're putting players into the game yes they feel like in the first season like they added we talk about them every time. Ed and Tammy. <laughs> like, in the, like, final block of episode. Like, that was a total jamoke. Not only were they, like, irrelevant personalities. 
bad game players, uninteresting to watch. They also got added in like episode nine to the point where it was like, okay, we're gonna do the finale, and then this the Netflix producers were like, oh, they got ranked last anyway. Like, can we just block them before they all meet each other? <laughs> I literally, I'm literally dying because they are just like such fucking flops. Like, like they they came, gave nothing, and left. Like- and, and I, I feel like the circles got better at being like, okay, we cannot have people join that late. Mm. The struggle of this season of the circle is like, I feel like they didn't add people early enough because, and I don't, I, I do blame this on the Spice Girls twist, yeah. but I don't think that means it's a bad twist. Yes. Like, of course they got the Spice Girls and of course they got, well, of course they got the Spice Girls to play and they're not going to block them by the end of episode four because they need people to come back for the second group of episodes. Yes. But because of that, and because they didn't block the person most people voted for as a Spice Girl, like, we lost, I think, Parker in Episode 2, or maybe the very beginning of Episode 3, and then we didn't lose Krissa till Episode, like, 7, Yeah. Right? Like, if we had blocked somebody, like, so I think Rachel got the most votes, right? So, like, if we block Parker, and then we add Jared, Spice Girls, and then we add the other two, we're at, like, what, nine players then? Mm-hmm. And then we block Rachel, and then the Spice Girls leave. We're down to seven. Yeah, that's the time that we add two more um, Amani and Everson. Yes. and like say like what? What is that episode? Like six, six or seven? Five. Yeah, and that um, yes. And then they're safe for around the the Krista stuff. Krista, if it follows the same pattern, like Krista leaves, and then we're at the final eight in episode seven, and we don't have eight people going into the the finale. That's another thing. Episodes. Way too many finalists, I guess. But yeah, I guess you have to with the ranking. Way too many people in those final nine episodes. Yeah, well, I think that they have to with the ranking because yeah. they also are like, well, we need to get people to come back, like after the episode ends. Like they never end the episode on something that isn't a cliffhanger, even I if it's know, like it's so annoying. even if it's like so and so got blocked. Who are they gonna go meet? Yeah. Like I feel like I'm constantly like, okay, I'm watching this episode and then I'm watching 10, 15 minutes of the next episode and then pausing it because that's like the natural pause point. Yes, um, yes, me too. So, um, I did have a question about Everson and Amani. Whose party would you have went to? Would you have went oh. to the Toga party or would you have went to the Under the Sea party? Because the the show shows that six of the eight or whatever yes. four of the six people who could go went to the toga party okay like literally if that was me and i was at the under the sea party with like two people i would like end it all like i just would have like <laughs> i would have been like leave like <laughs> leave tori said, chat. oh no i drowned <laughs> yes. tori has left the chat <laughs> like so bad i just feel like toga party elicits like it's such a classic theme that everyone's like oh i'll just go to that and then under the sea, it's like, I don't know. That just seems not fun. <laughs> like, so do you think Do you think you would have rather have ended up with the party with more players or the party with less players? Like, okay, it's always the thing where it's like, well, you could easily just make a three-person alliance in the three-person party. So I guess, like, game-wise, you want to go to the smaller one. But, like, fun TV-wise, I'd be at the toga party. <laughs> like... Yeah, so there's so many elements to consider with this is because, like, you know you're going to get, like, a costume box. Yes, like, that's what I'm saying! I'm sorry. <laughs> Not that the, co- the toga party costumes were good, yeah. but, like, at least 
at least I know what I'm getting myself into. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't want to be Brew wearing the fucking snorkel and mask. Yeah, like, with, like, the no, submarine, no. like. <laughs> if I was at the damn under the sea party, I probably would have went in the bath. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have been like, I'm going to use the TV in my bathtub and, like, have the snorkel and mask on and really fit the theme. Yes. Um, I do That's think, cute. I do think that the, the um, invitation from the under the sea party was better mm-hmm. the togi part the togo the togo <laughs> party the togo party invite used a word that i don't know what it exists i felt like parker not knowing what a memoir was <laughs> memoir. i was like i don't know what that word is what was it i don't uh, remember i don't i don't know it's like his second line like mm-hmm. one of the viewers will know and they'll let us know okay like, let us it, know. it was a word that i was unfamiliar with in my 25 years of living that said, like, I think, did they knew, they were like, Amani has invited you to this. Like, could they see Amani's profile at that point or no? No. Or, um. Oh, they couldn't. No, they couldn't because then after the party, the next day when the circle chat opened. That's right. The people could see the other profile. Right, so they I, didn't know who was hosting. I think that I probably would have, like, I would have went to the toga party because I knew the costume I was getting myself yes. into. And I feel like I could have, like, crushed that. Yes, but, like, game-wise, you want to be in the smaller group. So, yes, but then, like, Brew didn't use that to his advantage. Oh, fucking <laughs> they, Brew. They talked about it. They were like, I think even Rachel was like, I feel really good with this three-person, like, group. Like, I feel like I learned a lot about Brew. And then it was like, well, that was that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like Brew has the personality but not the like he's a social player not a strategic mm. player so yeah i think he wanted to be strategic he just was bad at it <laughs> sorry bro what's your thoughts on trevor just on the cast like in general so this isn't the first time the circle has brought on a family member like a family member like yeah they, speaking of yeah everybody. i was just gonna say yeah. <laughs> they did bring um mitchell not muso into the <laughs> cast who also gave you know, a little bit more, but like, yeah, largely forgettable. Very forgettable. And now Trevor comes in on the heels of of Delisa, who has won the circle. Who, you know, in my opinion, was like a, a fave. Yeah, good player. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on him? So, my thoughts on him, particularly, he seems lovely, and there's actually some drums like outside of the show. Like, I'm not sure if they're actually still together. So she she released a, a YouTube video today, Delisa, about With Trevor being on the circle. Oh. He wasn't in the video, but she recorded it when he was there, and she just posted it. Okay, so they were together when they it filmed, but and I'll have to look this up. Maybe I'll do that before I record the outro. But yeah, I I'm not sure if they're still together. There's been like a little bit of drums on socials, but about what? About them breaking up. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, she just posted a TikTok of them 13 hours ago. Okay, so maybe it was just a rumor, Nick. <laughs> well, Tori, we can't be spreading fake news on the podcast. Oh, he commented. Oh, no. Oh, I don't know. I want to know the drama. Yeah, I What know. was the alleged drama? I think they're together. I think the alleged drama is just that in between the filming and now that they broke up. But maybe they didn't. I think, like, he's a fine character. He's likable, um, but, like, I really do like building out the Circle universe with these connections between the players versus a celebrity, which, like, okay, like, 
if it's the Spice Girls, obviously I'm gonna take the celebrity. But like, I'm just thinking of Lisa. Really, like, yeah. <laughs> like, Lisa, you ruined it for everybody. Yeah, and, and like, and like Mitchell, so like Mitchell, Tam, and Ed, Tammy and Eddie, Tam and Tammy and Ed. Like that was like fine, but like I do like that like story building, I guess. Yeah, and. Sorry, this is a total side note. Did you know that Ed was on the challenge? Like, that he got cast for, like, another show after his performance? Like, how did he cook for himself? (laughs) (laughs) He probably had someone else cook. Yeah, no, but but he he was on the challenge because somebody on on Twitter posted a picture of him on the challenge. We're like, ooh, maybe Ed did give something. It was, like, a picture of him, like, muscled, but it's, like... It's so annoying because it's just, like... I can guess that you're probably a bad person. Like, you deaf voted for Trump, and you deaf did not get the vaccine. <laughs> you're like, like, he, like, Tammy is a COVID denier. <laughs> like, 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 am I wrong? Like, Her aesthetic does, does align with yeah like ed definitely is like a flat earther (laughs) and like and but that i guess that makes good tv but it's just like so it's Uh, wait 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 wait, tori you're lying what it does not make good tv (laughs) if that's true it did not make good tv okay you're right like in this case but like i guess like people (laughs) people that are just like willing to like do whatever i guess or whatever like make good tv but it it is just annoying that it's like and this is 100% just like, why wouldn't you guess me? <laughs> I've never applied. <laughs> I, like... I really do be like that. Like, why don't you cast me? Okay, yeah, so what that I didn't apply? Find me. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking find me. Instead um, of this drip Mitchell, Ed, and Tammy that, like, should not have a platform probably spreading misinformation. <laughs> like, like, you just gave a platform for like Trump to win the next election. Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, okay. Tammy Easton. I'm on her her Instagram right now. Um, I'll let you know if I find Any- anything of relevance <laughs> anything regarding that topic. Let's okay. see who she follows. Oh, she does follow Donald J. Trump <laughs> <Jr>. <laughs> and real Donald Trump. Like, like real quick. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see if she follows other politicians. Uh, oh, she does not follow the current United States president, which, like, I also don't follow the current yeah. United States president, but I also don't follow any other politician on Instagram. Good. So it is quite sus that Tori, Tori did nail did nail that real quickly. Literally. Like, you <laughs> just proved my point. Like, stop giving these people platforms. Give us um, the platform instead. <laughs> all of that said. Yeah. All of that said. Let's talk about what Tammy and Ed did not do well, which was play a catfish. Yeah. Because they didn't really play. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do think I do think that Trevor is playing a catfish really well, and you know, yeah. of course, he had a lot of tips from Delisa. Yes. Who catfish, yes. Who has also literally played the show and can talk to him about all the behind the scenes stuff that we don't know that it would allow him to accommodate or uh, um, acclimate a much better than 100 percent yes and i think it's really clear that he's acclimated better than everson has. yes not that everson acclimated bad but no like, it's clear that like amani is like in the door and everson's like i'm getting my foot in like there's a very clear difference everson is also just there for like he's obviously an entertainer on cruise ships mm-hmm. and he's just i feel like they're on cruise ships i know which like i am the mountain <laughs> mm, with my 
muscle in front of my mouth. And like whispering. Yeah, like that was like the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. But like. (laughs) That was, even with Nathan there, probably the douchiest thing that has happened this season. Yes, completely. (laughs) I think like. With Everson, like, if you're the person that's like, let's play a game in the circle chat, like, don't waste your time on shit like that because that doesn't build real connection. It builds, like, fake, like, you thinking that you have a better connection with people than you do. And I'm sure that the, like, producers, like, pushed him to do that. that. Yeah. Um, And if they didn't, embarrassing. Yeah. But it is, like, like, to me it's telling, like, that's something that, that was included into the edit and not a lot of your like one-to-one connections have been included into it and further than that it was like we're adding trevor in at this point because we had the spice girls in group one and they left to group two now we're or episode two now we're adding trevor in at the end of group two into episode three like that's their connection of bringing people back and they just needed to add in somebody else with Trevor. Like, yeah. And that's where Everson's kind of, like, role came in. Yeah. Um, and I'm having this, like, internal struggle to, to skip significantly forward, which is, like, where we're at right now in the show. Yeah. So, like, Tori and I, Tori and I, we committed to this. We were binged all four of these episodes in the last, Fucking like, 36 yesterday. hours. Yeah. Because we wanted to get this content no, out to you all before hours. the finale. Yes. Yeah, we really did. Yeah. Tori and I were watching the episodes at the same time, and Tori's, like, updating the doc as I'm watching, too. It was phenomenal stuff. But part of me is, like, I don't want Everson in the finale. Like, Neither. I don't have any interest in Everson meeting up with the other players, like, when they meet face-to-face, because, like, what does he have to give? Nothing. But then it's, like, I'm not rooting for Nathan slash Alex. Like, I don't want to see Nathan or Alex win. Neither. So I don't want that him to make the finale. And, and I do think it makes a lot of sense for Frank to block block Nathan here over Everson. Yeah. But then the other part of me is like I feel like Nathan aka Alex has to make it because like he to me like like is the catfish of the season. Yeah. Like uh, like Trevor Amani is not the catfish. Like sh- they're a catfish, but like they're not the catfish. Yeah. And to not have Trevor in the f- or to not have Alex or Nathan in the finale meeting up as like the big reveal of the catfish feels wrong to me yeah yeah so it's like i i want everson to get blocked here because i just don't have interest in watching him be in that finale like dinner or like even in the finale rankings yeah because i feel like nathan's just given so much more in terms of entertainment yeah but i also think that like like strategically nathan's the one who makes sense to block here if i'm frank so there's just so many layers like going on with like gameplay and personal feelings, but it's like Everson should not be in the finale to even have a chance to win. Yes, I completely agree. So Frank is the super secret influencer again. Like it just also shows you that like this game you can play it as just a popular person because mm-hmm. I feel like that is is what Frank has done. Frank is the star of episodes 9 through 12. Yeah. Like, Frank, to me, Frank was, like, B character, like, like side plot, like, B-roll, like, background character in episodes 5 through 8. Yeah. 
and I was kind of like, I really like Frank, like, as a person, like, he's so interesting, like, just being himself, like, unapologetically, but, like, he's giving nothing in terms of, like, strategy, strategy. yeah, and I feel like that really turned a corner in the last four episodes, where I was like, oh, Frank is crushing, yeah, like, I'm, I was really enjoying watching Frank do all of the different kind of, like, layering and positioning, and all of the conversations he had with people, and, and he's just so real in terms of his, his reactions, yeah, um, that it felt right that, like, he ended as the secret super influencer of that batch of episodes. 100%. I'm so interested to see what he does, because my my head tells me he's going to eliminate Nathan, but my gut is, like, as somebody who's, like, reading the edit and all the stuff that's going on, like, it has to be Everson. Yeah, I would say that, too, because, yeah, we've seen so much from Nathan and so little from Everson in terms of, yeah, like, one-on-one connection or, like, alliances. Um... And maybe, again, that's, like, strategic because Everson, again, could end up bumping him, like, low. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. So you think the two people that he'll most likely cut would be Everson and Nathan? Well, so it it, it is, right? Because he has, at this point, saved everybody but Everson and Nathan. So we know going into the finale, one of them is going to be eliminated. The others are going to rank. Then they're going to go to their fancy dress-up dinner. Yes. Um... So it, yes. it's like that is the obviously the cliffhanger that that we're left with, and I, I it's hard to read because Frank is like a personal player that I don't know what he'll do. Yeah, but like the the strategist is like if he doesn't feel like he has a connection with Nathan, other than the fact that Nathan was like, yeah, Baru was fake even though he lied. Why would he keep Nathan? Because Nathan was almost like. This is the first time having a one-on-one with Frank. It's like, dude, you've been in the circle for two weeks. This is what? Oh, my God. That pissed me off so much. But, like, you know me, Nick. Like, that's me also in my games. Like, <laughs> Tori's like, mm. Tori would not talk to Nathan, period. Yeah. Like, she would. Could you, a, a scenario where Tori and the, the profile of Nathan are the influencers and have to talk together? Like, <laughs> that is quality TV. <laughs> Make circle here's a, here's a cast tori to be a frat bro <laughs> no i couldn't i couldn't no. i didn't even know what like cap meant until like six months ago like <laughs> but yeah okay that makes sense yeah i feel like honestly i feel like nathan's gonna get cut here because i feel like yeah. um it's just like easier for frank to be like well, we haven't made a connection in these amount of weeks and um, ever since there's, like, potential or, like, it's kind of, like, he might get that benefit. I think that with Everson, it's, like, I don't know how he would rank, but with Nathan, I know he wouldn't rank me higher than other people. Yes. Yes. Or with Nathan, right? Like, yes. Because if I'm, if I'm Frank, I'm, like, looking at Nathan, I'm, like, okay, well, I know he has a strong connection with you, Ling. Clearly, he has a strong connection with Rachel because Rachel saved him in the blockchain and yes. they came in together. I, I would look at – and it's, like, Nathan probably has some type of bond with, like – or an equal bond with Amani than he does with me. Whereas, like, for Everson, like, I don't know where his connections are other than the fact that he's probably connected to Amani. Yes. Yes. 100%. So, like, all of that is to lead to, like, approximately where we're, we're currently at, which is, like, Tori, who is going to win? Who is your winner pick? I think, like, in my heart, it's Frank and Yuling, or, like, either of them I feel like should win. But, again, I just feel like with past seasons, if you're dominant and winning the influencer spot, 
many times throughout the season you'll be fucked in the end and like you kind of want to be middle of the pack and then rise to the top by the end so I feel like those two deserve to win but I don't think that they will win so then who does that leave us with Rachel Everson Amani Nathan those four right and if if I don't think Frank and Yuling are gonna win yes yes yeah, yeah. Honestly, I can kind of see a Rachel win. Yeah, I, I can see a Rachel and Imani win. Yeah. The thing is with, like, Frank is, like, Frank is, to me, is going to rank on his heart for the final ranking yes. no matter what. Yes. Which makes me be like, okay, Yuling is going to be high. Yes. And then I don't know who he would rank higher between Rachel and Imani, but I know for sure between Everson and... Um, Nathan, they're going to be Nathan, low. Nathan, they'll be the last. Yeah. So, like, it, that is what it is. I think that... Nathan would rank strategic, and yes. I think that Everson would try to rank strategic, but I think that Everson would probably put Amani higher. Yes. Just inherently. Yes. Um, Yu Ling is tough to read. I think that Yu Ling is somebody who would who would put Frank high, but I don't know if she'd put him at one. And I do think that if Nathan skates through, that that uh, Yu Ling will put him at four. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like the uh, like what she does with Rachel Namani. Like I could see her put Amani at number one. I I don't know what Rachel does. To me, my gut tells me Rachel ranks based off who she likes. And if she ranks, if Rachel ranks based off who she likes, Frank or Yu Ling Are, could win because they're at the if top. Rachel, yeah. If Rachel ranks strategically, I think it's Amani or Rachel. Yeah. I, I don't think that Nathan or Everson, uh, Everson have a chance can win. Yeah. Um, like I guess I could see a road for Nathan yes. to win. It just feels like a very unlikely path where he has to get lucky that people rank strategically and more people rank him higher or number one than they do the person he like ties with. Yeah. So it will be an interesting finale. I feel like in the past I've been like, not that I've always been right, but I've been confident that like this is going to be the person who wins. Like, I think like in season one, I felt really confident that like Sammy was going to win yeah. or Joey was going to win. Yes. Um, probably more confident on Sammy than Joey, but still like Joey did win. The And going into season two, I was like, it's going to be Chloe or Delisa. Yes. And I think Chloe and Delisa were the, the top finalists. Two. Yes. And then, again, you didn't watch season three, yeah. but season three, I was like, I don't really know if, like, the fan fave is clearly not winning this season. So I'm like, well, like, I guess it could be, like, that guy, and then he won. Here, I'm not comp- super competent in anybody, because I can't read how the, quote-unquote, new players are going to rank. Yeah. Because there's going to be more new players in this finale than there ever have been before. Yes, which is interesting, because... We always talked about the mechanics of the game, like making it so the original cast is in the finale. But you're right. This is like the first time that we see so many newbies. But like that fucking sucks. Like I feel like, again, you should be able to, as an audience member, be able to kind of decipher where people are going to go. And like it sucks that we just don't even have Mm -hmm. clear guesses. Well, so I I feel like you know, gameplay-wise, like, to me, it makes a lot of sense of, like, how the newbies left. Mm -hmm. Like, I I really do think it stems from, like, you know, we did have to lose Paul, Parker, and Krissa before anybody else get blocked. So, like, we lose two there. Mm -hmm. And then the decision of Brew to block Alyssa was a chain effect that led to, like, three more getting blocked. Mm -hmm. 
Um, am I missing any of the original new people in there? <laughs> oh, Kara. No. Kara. I, I, like I feel like I'm missing somebody, but like. <laughs> right, like Parker, Krissa, and then Rachel, Alex, Rachel. no Rachel, was Jared. Oh, and then Jared's the Spice Girls. So yeah, left. right. Like so, like to me, like the 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 flow of the the newbies leaving stems directly from Alyssa getting blocked instead of Carol because Carol was not going to make the finale anyway, and then Brew losing trust in people by blocking Alyssa over over Carol. Yeah, I think that if he blocks Carol there there's four new people at least in this final six yeah which like again like for me isn't fun (laughs) like I just I have such a fucking bone to pick with it but like it shouldn't be where you are at the finale and you don't know how many people are gonna vote like you should be able to kind of figure it out yeah it's also weird because like some seasons have like different amount of people like ranking whereas like this season it's like the final five will Mm -hmm. rank and some seasons it like Ed and Tammy were like six, and yes. they got to rank. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. And some seasons of like the UK version, there's only been four people ranking. So like, it is kind of like weird that's anywhere between those numbers. Yeah, that was something I was gonna ask: is if it's a smaller number, because I did notice that that it was five instead of six, like the last season I watched. Mm-hmm. What does that mean for the math? Like, does that change your? So I think that's why in season five, Delisa didn't Delisa and Chloe tie. And then it came down to who got higher votes. Yes, it was. Votes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, it was like so who that, was ranked happened, first more or something like that. That's what happened in the, the third or the second season of The Circle UK is like it came down to a tie and whoever got more first place votes yeah. did. I think in six, it, it's the variables are more for votes to be kind of like all over the place. Because right. if it's only five people, you're only ranking four people. Yeah. So like the averages are going to be like pretty close. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see if it, it, it maybe like it ties again or how close how close it is. And like that's so funny because I like smaller finales, but then it's like, but I would actually want more room for variance, maybe. So. I think that I would like it to be like, okay, maybe five or six rank, but we're gonna block somebody now, and the rest are gonna go meet up. Yes, yes. Like to me, like I, I yeah. I, and maybe maybe we'll see this next week. Like let's say Nathan gets blocked here, like. If the final five rankings come in and Everson's last, like, block his ass. Yeah. I don't need to see him go meet these other people. Yeah, totally. Sorry, Everson. I know, but you just, like, um, take up screen yeah. time of, like, the other yeah. reveals and stuff. So the only other question I had for you <laughs> is just, like, a petty bone to pick. Yeah. That, um, like, fruit running game or the vegetable running game or the emoji, like, we're going to run miles in our apartment. Yeah. was the stupidest <laughs> fucking game the circle has ever played. And I think that the producers rigged it so they realized that, like, oh, my God, Carol ran way too much. Or, oh, my God, Nathan didn't run enough. That they were, like, pivoted and said, oh, we're not going to expose who ran what. Kate. Because that shit sucked. It yielded no drama. Um, Yuling ran over a mile, and nobody else ran over 0.7 miles, yeah. and nobody talked about that. <laughs> like, I know. I think what, that... What, what was the benefit of me watching people wear an eggplant or a peach? I like, know, sorry. I know. And, like, that was dumb. Like, I know they're trying to be, like, spicy, but, like, yeah. it's just not. That was so dumb because I thought that it would be cool if it was, like, Oh, like John, who's Carol, got like five miles and then like Nathan got one. And it's like, how did the 60 year? But also it's like that's so, again, just playing into stereotypes that like what women in their 60s 
can't walk five miles. Like, I, it was just so fucking weird. I don't know. Some of the games that they it played didn't anything. Them. I know, I know. I, I, I will say, and we've said this before, like, the picture drawing game is yeah. a good game. Yes. Because, like, A, it invites drama if it's anonymous, but B, like, if it's not anonymous and, like, you draw, like, somebody who doesn't draw, like, what I would expect you to draw as, like, that's telling. The cake decorating game, I think, is always a good one, because, like, you can't fake being good or bad at decorating cakes I think that one's good, but, like, okay, for example, what do you think, how do you think I would decorate a cake, good or bad? I think, to me, like, good or bad is subjective. I think it would just look neat. Okay, but guess what? It would look like fucking shit. <laughs> like, that's, that, that's the thing is, like, I don't feel like that's a good test of, like, I think the painting one, maybe, but the cake one, like, that actually involves skill. And I've been to cake decorating classes. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> And like it would be Tori is a Tori is a Jack or a Jill of all trades. Mm-hmm. Like she can speak Spanish, she can decorate <laughs> a cake, she can do hot yoga, <laughs> she can podcast, she can get to a final tribal in a survivor <laughs> online game. <laughs> okay. Thank you. But yeah, like but like I just feel like it's like I don't know. That one is like a weird you're right, like it's just too subjective. Like mm-hmm. the makeup one I felt was better because like the makeup one was good. Yeah. I mean, obviously it was good because like you have somebody who's like got exposed hard. Yeah. (laughs) But then also it's like that's kind of like, do you think that's fair also? Like, that's the other thing I was like, that just like blew up his game for like no reason. So, no, but part of me is like reality games aren't supposed to necessarily be fair. Yeah. And like you could have learned that skill, but like, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, that's so. Like, that would out you so quick. To me, the issue is, like, and they have, like, games that, like, are kind of low stakes, like, the thumbs up, thumbs down one, or, like, where they're, like, have you ever, or would you rather, like, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. or truth or dare, like, I don't know what types of games they are, but, like, the, the fruit or the the fast food one, like, it, it yielded nothing <laughs> because they, they hid the the numbers like mm-hmm. if it had said like carol has run 0. 0.57 <laughs> 0.53 nathan has run 0. 0.37 like uh, in my head i'm like i could justify carol running 0. 0.5 miles in like 10 minutes or whatever or walking around like i, I could just yeah. like for me like i'd be like nathan doesn't have any excuse to do that like given what I know about, like, his body and, like, who he is. Like, like he should at least be able to match what Brew does. Also, I feel like the producers were like, this is going to be awesome, and then all of the um, results were the same. (laughs) So, yes, they didn't give them enough time, but but then the – a part of me is, like, did the producers just want to expose people because they were good TV, and they just said, like, player one. But, like, nobody ever talked about it. Like, Yuling never went in a chat and said, like, I was the one who ran point one point something. Or maybe she didn't. They just didn't show it in the edit. But to me, it's like, if it wasn't worth showing in the edit, it wasn't entertaining. Like, that game was, like, so bad. It was, like, a waste of time and there was just so much better stuff they could have done with that's the one that time yes that's the one lacking thing of this season the other point i have with the season is like why is nobody in the fucking hot tub nobody I know. like like i feel like the season passed it's like oh no, like, in the hot tub we're upstairs like yeah um, like Tr- amani trevor was in there and yeah. brew was in there once with his damn rubber duck like stop trying like, to make the rubber duck a nowhere. thing yeah <laughs> like, 
it just that was like, Bruce's version of tryharding. But like, actually, though, it's like okay, I I need to like so I can do like rubber ducky merch and like shit like that. Like, why are you strategic in that one element and then I hate never when again? Do that. Oh my god. They they also my bone pick preseason that didn't end up like mattering too much was they cast a lot of people whose like job was like social media or like so online something. many people. John. And that's why I was Parker nervous. Drew. Yeah. All in You link to, right? Uh, I can't remember, but, like, maybe. But, yeah, that is also so fucking Krissa, I mean, obviously had the job of, like, being a Harlem Globetrotter, which is, like, a legit respectable job, but she has a million followers on Instagram. I know. That stuff pisses me off, too. It's it's going in the way of Big Brother. And that's why I'm, like, why am I being so hard on Alex, who doesn't even have, like, (laughs) 10,000? Slash, like, is basically us. I'm the problem. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) He's, like, the closest person to us, but we just, like, ripped on him so hard. I literally called him, like, a misogynist pig. Like, (laughs) (laughs) and he's, like, the person I relate to most. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Um, yeah, I agree. I think it's just going more in the direction of Big Brother, of only casting influencers, and I'm, like, sad. Also, just this is a side note for me and only me because no one's going to care, but Brew is dating another big TikToker. Addison Ray. <laughs> yeah, Addison Ray. No, but she has 11 million TikTok followers, and he has 4 million. What a snob. yeah. But I will like say they're like the hottest couple and they make really cute videos. And even though I know Remember that when Tori safe. tried to go live on TikTok <laughs> and then got told she didn't have enough followers to go live. <laughs> that was a personal fave of mine. Also, Tori, did you know that last time we podcasted about the circle, you name dropped wanting to watch Spice World on HBO Max and you like willed into existence a year later the Spice Girls coming on. How do you remember that? Because I remember us talking about, uh, well, I've listened to that podcast before, but like I remember <laughs> I also was present for when it happened. But I remember us talking about streaming services and oh, yeah. mentioned that the Spice World was something that you always searched for. Yeah. Like you wanted, Tori wanted this app called Where Can I Watch What I Want to Watch or like WhereCanIWatch.net. Or, like, where can I watch.com or something. And, and her frame of reference for the story was like, I just want to type in where I can watch Spice World. I'm literally this, So, like, this was, like, like what? Like, May of last year when we watched Circle 2. And, like, you know, the circle really comes. Full circle. circle. <laughs> okay, that's so iconic. Um, I feel like we should end it there, Nick, because, um, okay, so Nick and I talk forever we are chatty Cathy's I said (laughs) let's aim for an hour we'll probably hit the hour 30 mark it is now um two hours and 15 minutes okay so we did set a goal for ourselves right before we started recording and I said Tori we need to set a goal and Tori was like an hour and I was like that's unrealistic so she was like I know what about 12 which would have given us like an hour and a half Mm -hmm. and I was like okay we can hit that and you know I Mm -hmm. did take two like (laughs) two-ish to five minute pauses um, so we went over by like let's say thirty eight minutes. I feel like that's success. That's um, so bad. But you know, if I'm gonna be back on here again in the summer for the Taylor Swift stuff, yes. <laughs> the folklore rewind, yeah, the Long Pond session, yes. Maybe I can tell my my petty my petty stories then. Because mm-hmm. I I do have a a ready to go petty story of the week. 
but I think I might have to simmer on it a little bit longer. Oh, okay. I love that. I love when you like don't know if you can like talk about it in public yet because it's that juicy. <laughs> I just want to say also if you're still listening. <laughs> thank you and again this is exciting for no one but nick and i but we get to meet this summer we do yes tori is coming to visit in approximately two months so like let's say 70 days from now yeah um and we will get some live footage of you know us partying uh, (laughs) at this time at night (laughs) yes yes which is exciting because the listeners will know We've known each other for, what, two and a half years, but we've never met in person. Yeah. And you've become such a staple on RTBP, so, yeah. I know. I keep weaseling my way back in here. I know. I have to be the leading guest for bonus episodes. I don't have a lot of credit in. Ever. Ever? Yeah. Yeah, it's you and then Champ have the most episodes. Oh my god, look at me. Yeah. Look at, where's my trophy? Because I um, have an Excel doc. And I Oh my god, yeah. what's my count? I think it's Do I five? No, I think six? it's seven. Seven? Yeah, I think this might be the Oh eight. I'm crushed. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so then the next time we podcast, we'll have a picture of you and I literally together that can be on your Instagram page. Yes. Oh my god. I'm so <laughs> excited. That's gonna be so fun. Oh my gosh, yeah, for oh, folklore. This is very exciting. I didn't know that I didn't know that I had a crown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get your five time letterman jacket and then yes, I don't know what we'll be for ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so exciting news for for us yeah i think let, let's leave it at that i think that's a great note to leave it off as and i can't wait for the episode after this one launches where you take like two minutes before you meet like your guest who actually has a resume and some credentials to their name where you tell <laughs> us about like recapping the final four minutes of the finale of <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Because I have to like follow up on stuff. So I'm a, a investigative journalist or whatever. Like, I... We didn't even talk about how Rachel is a second paranormal something in the back-to-back seasons because you didn't watch last season where they faked a paranormal profile. Also, that's but, so dumb. No offense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not as dumb as two people talking to each other on a podcast for over two hours at this point when we had an hour and a half goal. <laughs> so... <laughs> so again, anybody who listens to the circle, who listen to this podcast that's on the circle, know that Tori and I are inherently worse than you. Yes, and reach out to us. Come on the pod, talk to us about the finale. Yes, no, yeah. give Tori. Yes, give Tori again somebody with like credentials. Give her some background tea so that like when we get cast as a duo together. <laughs> yeah. Um, because you know, I told you this right that I reached out to Jack and he yeah, ghosted me. Yeah, he you. And I was like, okay, like. Shit. I know, and I was like, okay, hey, you're on, like, a network that I've been on, like, three times. <laughs> and, like, you podcast for a Tori, network that I am a drag. member of. <laughs> Tori, Tori did drag him a little bit. <laughs> she, said, she said, I reached out to the person who I thought was most willing to come on my podcast. <laughs> 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 like, which, like, was a drag. <laughs> And then when he said no, Tori was like, why the fuck would you say no? Like, what else do you have going on in your life where you would say no to this podcast when, like, nobody podcasts about the circle? Literally. Like, I'm sorry, like, Tori is like, I am a circle podcast. I don't podcast about Survivor. I don't podcast about Big Brother. I don't podcast about The Amazing Race. Mm-hmm. I podcast about the circle. Mm-hmm. And you choose to go on the podcast that talk about all these different reality shows and you're going to get buried. 
Well, also they're they're like barely covering it. like again, no tea, no shade to this <laughs> lovely network. Like literally the reason I'm podcasting. But like they have only released one episode covering episodes one to four. So it's like, Jack, you could have said your piece on this one, but you yeah. missed your chance. So Yeah. Ninety percent of the reason that keeps applying for for um reality tv shows is so that if i do get cast i can swerve all the other people who want me and just do podcasts with tori and really grow that grow that network <laughs> literally the only reason i want to get one on so i can quit my job and just be a full-time influencer but don't tell them that but like i also that's a very on brand no tell them that they'll cast you yeah I guess that's on so. brand I guess so. but like i also do like the strategy and stuff but like that's the main reason is so i can just become an influencer yeah um, so that that's us here tori tori become an influencer nick helped tori become a full-time podcast yeah literally <laughs> literally and you can help tori become a full-time podcaster by sharing and recommending this to your <laughs> yeah, friends yeah. <laughs> so don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button <laughs> wow. she's on all podcast apps apple podcast spotify once one time she was on Pandora Plus. Don't know if she's still there, but probably can find her there. I am. Why are you using that platform? <laughs> um, okay, wow, you're doing my job better than I am. Okay. Join the Facebook page if you want to talk more about this. It's a small group of people that Tori does not often interact with, but when she does, you can be one of the few people. If you really like becoming a top commentator on Facebook, it's like the easiest page on Facebook to become a top podcast, a top commentator on. Literally, I'm blushing. Do you see this blush on my face? Um, Nick, I need to reignite the Facebook group one day. Yep. Um, one day... When we meet up, you can post a picture of you and I on it and say, me and what guest, and see how many people say champ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, now I feel like I created that group, like, two years ago, but it's, like, now I actually have listeners. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, I created the group, and it was, like, 40 people. It's, like, 30 are, are my closest friends and family. <laughs> but it's, like, now I actually have listeners, so, like, maybe I should reignite the Facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay, well, you can find me, because Tori's going to ask me where the listeners find me. Again, seven-time podcast here. I don't need the prompt. Yeah. Um, so, my my social media, yeah. if you've been following this saga, my social media, <laughs> like, kickstart, like, the restart, I, I've been Taylor Swift dormant for the last few years, like, is slowly starting its reemergence. Um, I did post on Facebook like twenty something pictures last week, which is the first time I posted pictures like anywhere, non profile picture related in the last several years. So it's slowly starting. Don't know when we'll come back to Instagram, but if you wanna be there when the moment happens so that you can tell your children about it, um, drinky eleven. Um, I'm private, but feel free, I'll hit that accept. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why anybody would ever want to friend me on Facebook. <laughs> But should you want to friend me on Facebook, it's really straightforward. It's Nicholas Drinkwater, um, and I'm holding a hockey stick looking like Ben Affleck. So if you like Ben Affleck or you think that picture is attractive, <laughs> feel free to hit my line there. I'm going um, to do a spit I, take. I literally <laughs> drink a sip of water and then like... <laughs> um, if you message me, I won't respond, but like I'll feel free to accept that and you can like 
every so often. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll fall, I'll friend you back and hit like on your stuff every so often. <laughs> if you want to become an influencer too, I promise I interact with your posts. <laughs> and then on on the Twitterverse, you can follow me at I think Nick underscore Drinkwater, mm-hmm. and that's it. That's 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 the good stuff. My further recommendations for your you know May 2022 is mm-hmm. you know have lovely nights and if you ever want to go to a movie theater again don't spend your money on a marvel movie <laughs> and go watch everything everywhere all at once oh my gosh, and yeah. i forget what her name is but one of the actresses in the movie who is not jane lynch but looks like jane lynch jamie something she was in freaky friday i think oh my god jamie lynn know. curtis Jamie Lynn Curtis, yeah. Follow her on Instagram and read her comments where she just drags the Marvel movies, like, for the last, like, 12 posts she's posted, because it's really petty, and I know that you like that if you're listening to this podcast. Yeah, so petty weight That's champ. all I got for you, <laughs> and, um, good night, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> like we're doing this live. Thank you so much, Nick, for, like, literally watching 12 hours of TV for this podcast for Christina and then <laughs> and um then spending your evening with me. Yes, Christina, come through for us. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Thank you so much for listening and thank you to Nick for joining me on today's episode. You all know the drill by now. You can follow me on socials at RTBP Podcast. I post a lot of celebrity news. It's like kind of breaking. Some of it's like I heard it here 7th. But uh, slide into my DMs if you have anything you want me to talk about for a future episode. I love chatting with you all about literally everything under the sun. Okay. I hope that you are safe and healthy out there. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I'm ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.